message this week to you guys, uh, being this the, the last home game? Don't miss the opportunity. This is, it's another opportunity. That's all it was. You know, and it's the same. And you're going to get some coach speak here now. It, it was don't miss your opportunity and do your job. And it's the next man up syndrome. I mean, those are three coach speak words right there. But in the situation that we saw last week, again, losing those guys, losing the coaches, our guys had the great mindset of, all right, I'm up next. I got to go. And uh, that that's the mindset that you got to have. And we got to realize who we're playing. All right, we're, we're playing one of the top teams in the nation, which is who we're going to play the next three weeks. But today we're worried about Northwestern. But this is one of the most dynamic teams in the nation. We got to understand we're not going to pitch a shutout. They're going to get yards. We're not going to hold them to one of 13 on third downs. But when an opportunity presents itself to make a play, we can't be hesitant. we got to attack. Yeah, Northwestern, no doubt one of the best teams year in and year out in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. And this year is no different. Yeah, I mean, if you look at I mean, every year those guys are bringing back seniors that, that, that are two-year starters. And then, you know, when they graduate a guy, they bring another guy in. It, it looks like they just took a mold of the previous guy. He's the same thing. He's got long hair. He's big. He's got tree trunk legs. And they're fast. I mean, it's it, but again, it's a credit to the tradition tradition and history that those guys got up there and uh they are definitely one of the top programs in the entire nation you sent me back to the uh record books for a while coach you see this list <laughs> you see this list this is uh how many times they have beaten us in a row 13 times they have uh beaten us we haven't uh picked up a win since 2004 so it's been a while but today would be a great day to get that done it would really cap off an interesting season yes, for us it <laughs> it's been a long time coming but uh, we'll see what happens all right uh, this is a team that is let's start with their offense they are very good they've got the number one uh, quarterback in the nation and the number one receiver in the nation and that's to start with yeah, um, that's kind of the same conversation we had last year, I think, with these two guys. Uh, but, uh, you know, again, that's an All-American wide receiver. He is the best quarterback, um, best football player, I personally think, in the conference and, and potentially in the nation. Again, he's just – he brings another dynamic to the t- to the table. The, the guy can run. He's very athletic. He's got one of the strongest arms from a quarterback standpoint. He just, he just stresses you, and uh, you're never going to corral that guy. I mean – I don't know what he went for for last year. I think it was over four, over 500 yards by himself last week uh, against whoever they played. I think it was Midland. So obviously we know how good Midland's defense is too. So he's a dynamic. And when he gets pressure, they got number 33, who's an All-American. But they got this other young man that's coming in, number four. I think he's just a sophomore. I don't know where they got this guy from, but he's just as dynamic as number three. So they don't have just that one guy. Oh, and then, by the way, their O-line is big. Their running backs are big and physical. So this is a very complete offense. So uh, Tyson Koima is the quarterback. You'll hear a lot from him. Shane Solberg is uh, the other wide receiver. And you mentioned uh, Michael Story. They all get involved in the offense. He really spreads the ball around. He really does. And, and he does a good job with that. And the thing that when you watch as much film as we do and, and, and different things like that, what they do in their pass game, their concepts, is, is really good. Very few teams do it in this league. There's really only one other team that does it, and we know who that team is. But what they do is when they run their routes, they do a very good job of converting. And what I mean by that is they're going to see if we got a scramble drill uh, by Coima, they're going to take off, and they got their landmarks that they're going to hit, and they're going to push it vertical. They do a really good job of running what I call option routes. It's really fitting off of where the linebackers are dropping, where the secondaries are dropping. You don't see a lot of that. It's kind of a little bit of that mix of the, of the run-and-shoot air raid type of stuff where they just fit off of what the defense is giving them. And that makes it extremely tough for a defense to cover because we're talking about concepts, concepts, concepts. They really don't have concepts. They're playing a little basketball on grass. Koima is also uh, very important to the, the rushing attack, probably just as important as their passing attack. He's going to be tough to 
corrals uh, either way, either stopping the rush or uh, stopping the pass in this game today? Well, I'll be really honest. We, we ain't going to stop the pass, and we ain't going to stop the run with these guys. What we got to be able to do is we got to be able to contain them. We got to be able to put them in a situation where we know it's a definite pass or a definite run. So where we, whether we can overload the box on a run scheme or maybe bring some pressure in a pass game, you're not going to slow these guys down. They're number one in the nation for a reason offensively. So we got to be able to play, get them in situations that, that, that they're not always comfortable with. Yeah, they're going to score some points, and they're going to put up some yards against us. We just got to weather the storm. Is that, is, that, is that right, just weather the storm? That's here? probably the best way to do it is we got to weather the storm. We got to understand the situations that we're in. When they start moving that ball, we got to understand when our backs get backed up against that red zone, okay, they're limiting themselves just because everybody gets limited when you get into the red zone. We got to do a very good job with the calls and with our responsibilities. Like you said, he threw for 450 yards against Midland last week. So rushing attack, do they to rely on their, their rushing attack at all? You know, they do. They do. They will still run that football. Um, they do a very good job with their power scheme, which is what they've always done. Um, the thing that they'll do with that, though, is he's got a lot of read option with that. And uh, obviously... <laughs> That makes it extremely tough, too. The thing that they do do with their read options, it's just a double option. It's not a triple option most of the time. Um, so I guess if you want to find one silver lining, that's it. There's not three of them out there. There's just two of them. But, uh, again, they're going to run the football. The thing that they do with their run is they do a lot of, lot of crossover, a lot of power. They'll pull the guard on one play. The very next play, they'll pull their full back and replace him with the guard. So we got to make sure we identify our fits. They do a good job on cutbacks. Uh, so we got to make sure we don't chase over the top too fast. Defensively, coach, what are you seeing on that side of the ball? Oh man, I watched a lot of their defense now. Okay, something here's something that's a little bit different from what we've seen in the in the past. They're still going to run their three three. They're still going to run their odd front, but they're showing a little bit more forty front, and they've kind of transitioned to that. If you look at it, the last couple of years, they will bounce in and out of from a forty to a thirty. And when they do that, unlike some teams that will just walk a linebacker down and minus the defense defensive line over they bring in four true d linemen so that just tells me they got a lot of depth there um but another thing that they're doing a little bit different is they're bringing a little bit more pressure they're playing a little bit more one high which at times we've struggled with in protecting the quarterback so um that's what they're trying to do defensively it's kind of a new look within their old scheme i was gonna say a couple of years ago they, they had a defense that was just a uh, rock solid i mean it's like running into a, a brick wall this year is there kinks on that side? They're giving up some yardage. They're giving up some points on that side of the ball. Is there a kink over there that we can maybe attack? Well, that defense that you're talking about that they had back in the day, that was one of the top defenses I've ever seen in this conference. And I'm talking GPAC Nyack. I'm putting that defense up there with Sioux Falls. I'm putting that defense up there with Morningside. That with that nose guard, I mean, you got to be talking about the pass right now. Them, them boys were good, but the thing that they do is we got to be able to win the one-on-one matchups. When you bring pressure, and that's kind of why they're giving up a little bit yards here and here and there is on the big play. Is you better have your man-to-man protection. Well, you know, that's what we got to be able to do is we got to be able conceptually, offensively, we got to be able to get into that open zone and get get separation. We got to be able to move the pocket. We are not going to be able to set in in what I call max protection, fifty sixty protection, and and let Johnny set back or Jesse set back and survey the field for four seconds, five seconds. You ain't going to get four seconds or five seconds because they're coming. We got to be able to three step and we got to be able to move the pocket. Okay, we'll come back and uh, maybe check out what our game plan is today as we take on one of the better teams in the Great Plains Athletic Conference, the Red Raiders of Northwestern. Back with more on the Tony Harper pregame show right after this. It was a Friday, and I had that whole weekend not knowing just that I had breast cancer. And I waited for the phone call, and I took actions into my own hand to find Chopur. I'm the 
Medical Oncologist Hematologist at Mary Lanning Hospital at Morrison Cancer Center. Even though he is not originally from here, he knows the Nebraska ways. Nebraskans are honest, hardworking, open-minded, open-hearted people. They are always ready to fight back, and that is something I have admired because I have it in my blood too. He's not just your doctor. He's your friend. He's, he's there to take care of you. He's kind of like family. My name is Dr. Sitka Chopur, and I'm a Nebraskan at heart. Back with the coach, sneaking closer to game time here today. Hastings and Northwestern Country talked about it just before the break. Uh, maybe the, the short passing game today because we're not going to be able to stand in the pocket for five or six seconds to take the ball downfield. Yeah, we got to get it in and out. And, and if you watch the Jamestown film, um, I know you didn't have the opportunity to make that eight-and-a-half-hour trip up north, but if you watch the Jamestown film, that's a lot of what it was. It was three-step, get to catch, throw, catch, throw. A lot of pre-snap reads, moving the pocket a little bit. Um, that's what we're going to have to do to keep kind of keep them on their heels and keep them guessing a little bit. Anyway, we talked about how important the third-down conversions are going to be. We're, we're going to have to move the sticks. We're going to have to sustain some drives here today to keep that offense on the sidelines. You're 100% right on that. we got to keep – I don't want to see number five on the field. I don't want to see Coyma out there. I know he's going to be out there every so often. But we got to be able to sustain drives. We can't be punting. we got to be able to flip the field, meaning when we're in that situation where it's on the 50 or the 48-yard line, we got to be able to push that situation where we get that thing closer into the high red zone, with, which is what Coach Grindy calls it, to limit their opportunities and make them drive 60, 70, 80 yards down the field. And when we get to the red zone, we got to score today. We can't kick field goals. No. I mean, you know, that's what we did against Jamestown the last week. Um, I think it was 6-0 at halftime. We kicked two field goals. Our defense was playing well. Um, kind of shot ourselves in the foot a little bit. But when you're down there and you're playing one of the highest scoring offenses in the nation with one of the best players in the entire nation, you got to get six, seven points off the, on that board. All right, what are you telling your defense? How do we, uh, how do we control Coima then? Box him in. Boxy men, man, you got to be like a bunch of rabid dogs and you just got to corner that cat in the corner. You got to be able to make him uncomfortable. Now, he lives off of being uncomfortable. If you, and I know that sounds a little weird, but he loves to get outside that pocket. He loves to scramble for that first down, do that baseball slide and pop up. We got to be able to get a hat on him. We put in a couple things this week to hopefully identify where he's at um, in regards to a robber coverage and some different things like that. But again, at the end of the day, He's a special talent. I don't care. I don't care how you slice it. He's a special talent, and we got to. We're going to have to be able to keep an eye and, and keep him in that box. Because if he breaks our contain, then he's dangerous as we'll all get out. And the, and the wide receivers we talked about in uh, Solberg and also Story. We got to keep a, a defender in their hip pockets today, don't we? We have changed coverages a little bit. We have changed some 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 schematics with that um, because we've struggled a little bit with the secondary here the past couple weeks and, and with our eye discipline. Um, you probably won't see as much press as you have 
um, like we have been playing. Play a little bit more off, man, because, again, they do a very good job of stuttering and stemming off of what we're giving them. So maybe a little bail stuff. But uh, that's the thing with those guys. If you want to flash back to last year, you know, they hit us on an out route, excuse me, on a corner route on the five-yard line from the 50-yard line going in, and we just lost contact of our guy. So when you say get into the hip, we literally have to get in the hip of them and make it a tough throw every single time. Special teams, what's the scouting report on their special teams? Well, I mean, they're sound. They're sound. Their their cover unit is extremely good um, on punt cover and kickoff cover. They are extremely athletic and they are extremely physical. Um, we're going to be able have to be able to flip the field. We're going to have to get Jason involved with maybe some rugby stuff and doing some different things like that. But again, this is a situation where we're going to be down a couple guys that we didn't expect to be down um, due to some different things like that. So we're going to have some young guys that haven't really even practiced at it this week. But we got to keep it simple and execute. All right, so uh, got some bumps and bruises to deal with, and everything else that's going on in today's uh, in today's world for this uh, 2020 football season. As far as the quarterback is concerned, uh, Johnny going to go all the way today. Johnny will be starting the game. Um, we're going to see what happens after that if we can keep him upright. And, and Jesse brings a different change of pace to it. Jesse's had a really good week um of practice but uh johnny is our starting quarterback right now okay we'll see you afterwards thank you tony harper head coach for hastings college stick around the scouting report coming up next with northwestern head coach matt mccarty and it's bronco football today hastings and northwestern on 1230 khs the tony harper pregame show is brought to you by mary lanning health care your care our inspiration Countdown to kickoff continues with the scouting report. Coming up next on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, KHAS Radio. I like small towns. This is home to me. I can't imagine being anywhere else. There's a sense of, of camaraderie, helping whenever you can. We are more caring because of that, because, you know, we want to do the best for our neighbors and our friends. When you hear that you have metastatic breast cancer you get knocked down and either you stay down or you pick yourself up and you keep going we are nebraskans and we are ultimately a family it goes from there carlene is one of those that says just do it and who will talk and who will joke with you and who will uh cry with you One of the things that I truly love about Mary Lanning is that we are an independent hospital. We don't have somebody out in California telling us how to run our hospital. At Mary Lanning, we can make things happen. I'm Carlene Springer, and I'm a Nebraskan at heart. It's time now for the KHAS Scouting Report, a pregame chat with today's opposing coach. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Scouting Report on 1230 KHIS. So we'll get you sent for Northwestern and Hastings here this afternoon. Spent a couple of minutes with Northwestern head coach Matt McCarty. And coach, you guys sitting at 5-1 and one on the season. Obviously, uh, things going well. Yeah, you know, our guys are really playing at a, at a high level right now. And we, we felt like last Saturday was uh, our, our best game of the season so far. And that's what you want to see as a coach. Just that continued improvement and and we felt like last Saturday was the best 60 minutes that, that we played so far this year, and hopefully we just continue to see that improvement. This year is like no other year that we really experienced, Coach. Uh, we had the COVID stuff early, uh, didn't have spring football practice, didn't have a whole lot of uh, summer stuff. And then you guys open up with your your biggest rival and the defending champs in Morningside, which was your only loss of the season. How is that getting ready for that uh, first ball game of the season? 
yeah, you know, it was a different off season, and it was different for everybody. Uh, not having spring football and this how summer workouts were different, and then even fall camp was a little bit different this year. The one thing playing that game early was, you know, it had our guys' attention, and, and they knew they needed to be working hard and, and preparing well. And then just playing that game week one, a benefit of that game is, you know, when you, when you line up against Morningside, you, you know exactly what you're good at and, and what you need to work on to get better. And so for our staff and for our players after that game, we, we felt like we knew certain areas we were strong at. We knew certain areas that we needed to really focus on. And, yeah, our guys battled that game. And, you know, we felt like we were a couple of plays from maybe winning that game. And I think it gave our guys great confidence going into the rest of the season. You talked about uh, the strange preseason, the postseason going to be a little strange too in the NAIA, and you're one of the teams that normally gets into the, the football playoffs. You'll take a little break if, if you're fortunate to, to get into the playoffs, and then you'll, you'll play next spring. How's that? How odd is that going to be? It, it's it's going to be odd. It'll be different. You know, hopefully we, we put ourselves uh, in position to play next spring, and you know, we have to finish these last three weeks strong. And if we're able to take care of business and and start up and play again in the spring, you know, it's going to be a new experience for everyone. You'll have half the teams in the country coming out of their seasons playing from February to April and, and just rolling into the playoffs. And then you'll have half the teams in similar situation to, to us where, you know, we'd have a, a three-, four-month break and have to start up again in March and, and try to get ready for a, a mid-April playoff game. So it would be interesting. Uh, we have a couple of key players who are two-sport athletes who are also key key players on our baseball team. So that, that 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 adds another dimension to it. But you know, hopefully, it's something we have to figure out, and that, that's something we're looking forward to. Since the loss to Morningside, you have put together five straight wins. Most of those have been the dominant wins, uh, an eight-point decision over Dort. The rest of them have been uh, they they looked been uh, fairly easy. It looks like your team's playing uh, pretty well since that Morningside loss. Yeah, they have been playing well, and it, it's. It's something you have to give our, our guys a lot of credit. and They're hungry, and after dropping the first game, they, they've kind of treated every week as a playoff game, and they know if we want to play in the spring and, and get to the postseason, there's, there's really no room for error for us. And, and we have a, a senior group that's been in the playoffs three times, and you know, they're hungry to get back there again. They also feel like they're a team after that first week and after dropping a, a really tough game that first week, they're a team that feels like, you know, maybe we can compete with anybody. And so it's been a focused group. They've been working hard. They've, they've really played well. And what's exciting is, is last week was probably the best game we played against a really good Midland team. So uh, we're just hoping we can continue to get better. And, and then this Saturday can be our best game as well. Last week beating Midland 43-14. to What did you like about your team in that ball game? Yeah, I thought our guys came out and competed, you know, really well right from the start. And, and we were able to, to move the football and, and put up some points early. And I we got it out to a 22 to nothing halftime lead, and um, I think we were up, you know, 30 some nothing in, in the third quarter. And I thought our guys just really continued to attack and, and really just play at a high level defensively. Our defense has been playing really well the last few weeks, and it's fun to see that. And you know, I thought all three phases did a good job. We were able to capitalize on on some um, field position, and our offense was able just to put up some quick points and give us that big lead. You put up 546 yards of total offense in the ball game last week against Midland. Most of it from your quarterback in Tyson Coima, number one passer in the nation. Coach, talk about him. Yeah, you know Tyson. He's he's had an outstanding career for us. He's our all-time leading passer, and, and every passing record that we have, he, he owns that. And 
you know, he's, he's just been a, an outstanding player for us over the last four years. And what's, what's really exciting is, is he's playing his best football this year. And, yeah, he currently leads the country in, in passing yards and total offense. And he, he's a guy that we rely to make a lot of big plays for us and with his feet, with his arm. And, you know, he has some great weapons out at receiver for us. And he does a great job of, of distributing the football and, and getting the ball in those guys' hands. One of those guys uh, out on the edge, Shane uh, Solberg, 989 yards already this season with nine touchdowns. He's he's the number one receiver in the nation too. Yeah, Shane's a special player, and he's he's had an outstanding career as well. And he's one of those guys where you know teams are building game plans around Shane, and he still finds a way to get open and, and make plays. And he's just great. He can catch a five yard pass and, and and score from it. And he's just a great weapon to have on offense. And you know, I think Shane, something that gets overlooked is our run game is successful because of how well Shane blocks. He's just an outstanding football player. Talk about the, the rushing attack. You, you don't have gaudy numbers in that area, but you got some guys that are doing the job for you. Yeah, well, we look at it, it's really like a three-headed attack uh, for us in, in running the football. And, and Connor McQuillan, uh, Logan Meyer, and then Tyson Coimer running the football. All three of those guys, you know, we, we try to, to make sure they're getting similar amounts of carries and we went into this season knowing that we had some solid depth at running back. They were young. Um, you know, Connor and, and Logan are both freshmen, but we, we felt like if we can continue to keep a balanced attack in terms of carries, that when we get to this point in the season and we get to November, we're going to have some fresh guys in the backfield, and we're excited about that. And, Coach, uh, Northwestern has always been known kind of for their defense. Uh, who's making the plays over on that side of the ball? You know, at each level, Brett Mosier had his best game that he's played for us last week, and we've kind of moved him around from linebacker early in the year. We've got him back up playing some defensive line. Uh, now these last few weeks, he's done a really good job for us there. Uh, we feel like we have a really good linebacker, and Parker Fryer is a freshman linebacker for us, and just a great athlete and able to make plays kind of all over the field, and he, he's done a really nice job for us as a freshman. And then Noah Van Hoff is, is probably our best defensive player playing safety for us, and we just rely on Noah so much in, in, in making some plays in the run game for us, but also just being a leader back there for us at safety. All right, we'll come back and talk about the ball game with Hastings College as our scouting report continues after this. It was a Friday, and I had that whole weekend not knowing just that I had breast cancer. And I waited for the phone call, and I took actions into my own hand to find Chopur. I'm the medical oncologist, hematologist at Mary Landing Hospital at Morrison Cancer Center. Even though he is not originally from here, he knows the Nebraska ways. Nebraskans are honest, hardworking, open-minded, open-hearted people. They are always ready to fight back and... That is something I have admired because I have it in my blood, too. He's not just your doctor. He's your friend. He's, he's there to take care of you. He's kind of like family. My name is Dr. Sitka Chopur, and I'm a Nebraskan at heart. Back with Northwestern head coach Matt McCarty as Northwestern Red Raiders in town here this afternoon to take on Hastings College. Uh, Coach, uh, the Broncos sitting at 2-4 and four on this season. They were able to pick up a win last week over Jamestown. What's, uh, what's your view on the Broncos so far this season? Yeah, Hastings is always a team that, that, that scares us when we, when we get ready to play Hastings. And, and they've got some really talented football players, and, and they're coming off of a big win last week. And 
you know, it's somebody that they've, they've routinely, they've played us really well over the last few years and have, have given us some fits, especially when we've, we've played out at Hastings. And uh, so they definitely have our guys' attention, and, and they're somebody that we know we have to come out and we have to play well right from the start. What do you fear most when you play a team like Hastings, Coach? You know, I think looking at their offense, they have some really good skill players, and, and, and Naismith, that running back, and he, he's just a hard physical runner, and, and they have some really good skill out of receiver, and, and guys that if you're not executing, they can, they can hurt you. They have some receivers that can score from anywhere on the field, and, and so just you have to play really disciplined on defense, and I think that's something that, um, you know, it just forces you every single play. You, you've got to make sure you're doing your job, otherwise they can hurt you. We played two uh, two different quarterbacks so far this year, and both of them are are, are different. Is that tough in preparing for? It, it takes time, you know, and I think it, it it makes you divide your time as a defense as you prepare because, yeah, they give you some different looks, and, and they both do some different things, you know, well. And that's something that our guys just have to be able to recognize which quarterbacks in the game and and be able to adjust what we do defensively based on who's in the game. And what are you seeing on the other side of the ball? What are you seeing out of the Hastings defense? Yeah, I, for us, I think the first thing that jumps out when you watch them is the defensive line play, and, and those guys are can be very disruptive and and very active up front. I, I think Kenny is one of the better D linemen in our league, and, and he's a guy that you know we're going to have our hands full up front, making sure that we can kind of keep him out of our backfield and, and make sure we can get our running game going. And he sees uh, this week, anyway, statistically number one in the conference in in pass defense. So uh, it's kind of our strength against uh, your strength on the other side. Yeah, it is, and it, you know, it's going to be windy out there, and, and we're hoping that you know, we can just give our quarterback time to throw the football. If we can do that, um, and, and we don't have to try to get home run balls every single time, but you know, it is a matchup of strengths, and, and we've got to make sure we're executing and, and playing at a high level. Well, what are you telling your guys? What are two or three things that you absolutely have to get done to uh, win this game? You know, I think we want to get off to a really good start. I, I think that's big, and, and making sure that you know we're, we're executing at a high level right from the start. We don't want to kind of feel our way through this game and and, and kind of react to how hard Hastings is going to play. We want to make sure that we're, we're setting the tone and, and getting off to a good start. Um, I think taking care of the football is something we can do a better job of as a team is, is taking care of the football and then creating some turnovers on defense and just being able to manage field position. I, I think that's going to be really important today. And if we can do those three things really well, I think we'll put ourselves in a good position to be successful. All right, good luck this afternoon. Good luck the rest of the way. Thanks for spending a couple of minutes with us. I appreciate it. Thanks for visiting with me. That's a Northwestern head coach Matt McCarty. Stick around. We've got Hastings College football coming up next on 1230 KHAS. You've been listening to the Scouting Report. Hastings College play-by-play is up next on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, KHAS Radio. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. Whatever the Midwest weather brings, you can rely on a York comfort system to keep your home comfortable all year. York systems are smarter, more connected, and more efficient than ever before, cutting your energy costs by as much as 50%. Plus, all York residential products have some of the best warranties in the industry. Your York Midwest dealer is Rutz Heating and Air in Hastings and Kearney. 
go to rutsheating.com. Proudly serving the entire Tri-City area. Learn how you can move up to a new line of comfort and efficiency for your home. It's time for Bronco Football on KHAS Radio. Hastings College Football is brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. By Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care. By Five Points Bank, the better bank with three locations in Hastings. By Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, enjoy great food, good service, and a warm, friendly atmosphere at 2017 West 2nd, the home of NFL and college football. By Rutz Heating and Air, your York Midwest dealer in Hastings and Kearney. And by Hastings College and the Hastings College Foundation. Now, here's the voice of the Broncos, KHAS Sports Director Mike Will. Well, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Hastings College Football today on 1230 KHAS. Back at home as Hastings gets ready to take on the Red Raiders from Northwestern. Team coming in out of Orange City, Iowa this afternoon. Hastings is coming in. A record of two wins and four losses after their win last week up in Jamestown, knocking off the Jimmies by the score of 34-7. to Northwestern has a record of five wins and one loss. The Red Raiders losing to Morningside in their season opener since then. They've won five games in a row, including last week's 43-14 to win over Midland University. I'm Mike Will. I'll call the play-by-play for you this afternoon. Jimmy Purcell will join me alongside. It's been a long, long time since Hastings has last defeated uh, Northwestern. In fact, you got to go back into the record books, and it was 2004, the last time Hastings was able to knock off the Red Raiders. That was a 20-14 victory for uh, Hastings over Northwestern. Since then, 13 losses in a row. There was a couple of years in there in 2009 and 2008 that the two teams didn't play. But since that victory in 2004 for the Broncos, it's been 13 losses in a row to this group, including last year's setback at 44-17. to So the Broncos looking to spring a major upset in the uh, ball game here this afternoon in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Coming in with a little bit of momentum, though, Hastings, Went on the road last week and beat Jamestown 34-7. to Had one of their best days offensively a week ago. Cracking out 524 yards of total offense in the ballgame. They had 291 yards on the ground, 233 yards through the air. They converted 12 out of 17 chances on uh, three-point tries or other uh, third-down opportunities last week. Uh, Tyree Nesmith rushed the ball for 191 yards in the ballgame. He scored a touchdown. Johnny Zamora had a, a good day throwing the football in very windy conditions, 13 out of 22 for 233 yards and three touchdowns. And then Sam Marsh, a wide receiver, had a good day, five receptions, 75 yards, and a touchdown. Defensively, same story. Hastings had a good day last week, uh, giving up only 218 yards in the ball game to the Jimmies, they gave up only 85 yards on the ground, 133 yards passing. Meanwhile, they held uh, the Jimmies only one of 13 on third down uh, tries. Titus Clay was the uh, star for the Broncos a week ago. He had 10 tackles, including three and a half tackles for loss. So that's the way the uh, ball game shapes up here this afternoon. Hastings and the Red Raiders of Northwestern. Northwestern is going to be a load for Hastings to handle here this afternoon. 
Uh, Northwestern averages 39 points per ball game on offense. They give up only 24 points per game on defense. The Red Raiders, one of the best offensive teams in the nation. They are second in the conference in total offense, cranking out 521 yards per ball game. They are sixth in the conference in rushing offense, averaging 154.5 yards per ball game. And they are number one in the conference, number one in the nation in passing offense, 367 yards per game. And of course, uh, the guy pulling the trigger for Northwestern this afternoon is a, a good one for Northwestern. It's uh, Tyson Koima. He's the number one quarterback in the nation. We're going to see a lot out of him here today. 546 yards of total offense for Koima last week in the ball game against the uh, Warriors. So we'll see a lot from uh, Tyson Koima in addition to the number one quarterback in the nation. They've also got the number one receiver on the outside. That's uh, Shane Solberg. It was uh, caught passes for 989 yards and nine touchdowns so far this season. So it looks like a mismatch on paper, but the Broncos trying to pull off a major upset in the Great Plains Athletic Conference here this afternoon as the Broncos take on uh, Northwestern here at home at the Osborne Sports Complex. Weather-wise, yeah, the leaves are starting to fall. It's supposed to be a, a fall afternoon here in November, but the temperature is sitting at 68 degrees. We've got a partly cloudy sky. Uh, winds are definitely going to be a factor today, blowing out of the south at about 20 miles per hour. So we're inching up on game time here this afternoon. We'll take a one-minute timeout. We'll come back. You're listening to Bronco Football today on 1230 KHS. On a winning sports team, all the players work together and good things happen. And this sports broadcast on Platte River Radio happens because of a strong local team. The businesses you hear during this game know the value of advertising their message to sports fans. Our sponsors tell their story to thousands of Central Nebraska listeners every week. That helps their business grow and it makes these broadcasts possible. We'd love to have you join our sports sponsorship team. Go to platteriverradio.com slash advertise and get in the game with us. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. 1230 KHAS. Right back here at the Sports Complex. Lynn Farrell, rather uh, Lloyd Wilson Field as we get you set for uh, football action here this afternoon on 1230 KHAS. Other games going on in the conference today. You've got Midland playing at Doan. Morningside is at Concordia. Jamestown playing at Briarcliff today. And Northwestern is at Hastings. We, we say Lynn Farrell Arena. Basketball is just... Uh, a week or so away for us here on 1230 KHS. In fact, the Hastings College men's basketball team, they picked up a win last night in the, uh, it was the uh, Concordia Classic over in Seward. Hastings beating Manhattan College last night by the score of 102 to 85. Carson Gasselbaum, 26 points for Hastings. Mason Heemstra scores 24. Hastings playing Amon's Bible College uh, this afternoon. In fact, that ball game is already underway. In Crete, also on the campus today, you've got women's soccer after this one today. It'll be the Hastings College women's soccer team playing Mount Marty. That one goes at 5.30 this afternoon. 
The Bronco women's soccer team sitting at eight wins and two losses on the season. We'll get to the starting lineups are brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings. Locally owned, locally managed with friendly service, three convenient locations, and a strong commitment to area youth. Any reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. Johnny Zamora gets the started quarterback today, 5'8", 192-pound sophomore out of San Antonio. Brenton Bell at wide receiver, 5'7", 166-pound junior from San Diego. The H-back today is going to be Luke Fairbanks, 6'1", 210-pound sophomore out of Bishop Newman. Running back will be Tyree Nesmith, a 6'2", 216-pound senior from Baltimore. Riley Ostendorf will be the other wide receiver, 6'2", 215-pound senior from Gothenburg. And uh, Keote Stenhouse, 5'10", 167-pound senior out of California. Up there on the offensive line today for Hastings, Dustin Burgett will be the center, a sophomore out of Lions. The two guards will be Tanner Cornell, the 5'11", 255-pound junior from Longview, Texas. And Stephon Sherman, a 6'3", 352-pound junior from Highland Ranch, Colorado. And the uh, two tackles today, Justin Heine at right tackle, 6'5", 338-pound senior out of Waco. And also uh, Pat Hudson, 6'3", 273-pound redshirt junior out of Gothenburg. Hastings on defense here today will go this way. It'll be uh, Kayante Kenny at defensive end. Six foot one, 245-pound senior from Marietta, Texas. Harrison Utta will be your defensive tackle, 5'11", 278-pound freshman out of Houston. Chance Bolin will be a defensive tackle, 5'11", 277-pound senior from Escalon, California. And Steele Willis will be the other defensive end, six foot two, 254-pound senior out of Houston. Your linebackers today for Hastings is going to be Titus Clay, 5'11", 242-pound junior out of Conroe, Texas, and Paxton Terry, 6-foot, 203-pound sophomore out of McCook. The safety today for Hastings will be Tyler Pulowski, 5-foot, 875-pound sophomore out of Pleasanton. In the defensive secondary, Carlo Terrell, 6-foot, 383-pound sophomore out of Kansas City. On the other side, Jerry Stewart, 5'11", 201-pound senior from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And uh, the other two safeties for Hastings, Deron Jones, 5'9", 188-pound junior from Kansas City. And Max Rupert, 6'1", 176-pound junior from Highland Ranch, Colorado. We'll come back and check the starters for Northwestern right after this. Five Points Bank is strongly committed to investing in our community. This is what locally owned, locally managed banks do and do well. We are proud to be a leading supporter of the United Way's annual campaign. Also, we make meaningful contributions to numerous community, educational, and civic organizations in our quest to make the quality of life in our area as strong as possible. Giving back. It's part of our mission statement and helps make Hastings a great community. Five Points Bank. Locally owned, locally managed. The Better Bank. Are your starters for the Red Raiders of Northwestern? They will go with the number one quarterback in the nation, Tyson Coima, six foot one, hundred and ninety-six pounds senior out of Hole, Iowa. The number one wide receiver in the nation is Shane Solberg, six foot, hundred and ninety pounds senior from Boyden, Iowa. On the other side, another talented wide receiver. He is uh, Michael Story, six foot four, hundred and eighty-pound sophomore out of Spencer, Iowa. The running back will be Connor McQuillan, 
a redshirt freshman, 5'11", 205-pounder from Leavenworth, Kansas. The tight end will be Josh Fakuma, a 6'5", 245-pound senior out of Blaine, Washington. The other wide receiver will be a Cannon Flores, a 6'1", 185-pound senior out of Gretna, Nebraska. Up there in the offensive line for a Northwestern, Jack Johnson is going to be your center. Big 283-pound sophomore out of Blue Springs, Missouri. Your two guards will be Darlin uh, Marquez, a six-foot, 255-pound sophomore out of Ireton, Iowa. And the other guard will be Blake Severe, six-foot, two, 312-pound junior out of Orient, Iowa. And the uh, two tackles today for Hastings: Greg Will, no relation, uh, 250-pound redshirt freshman out of Spir- uh, Spirit Lake, Iowa. And also a Travis Grover, a six foot six, three hundred and fifteen pound redshirt freshman out of Spencer, Iowa. Finally, we've got the uh, Northwestern defense here today. Your down lineman will be uh, Corbin Gramstad, six foot two, two hundred and thirty three pound sophomore out of Leicester, Iowa. T.J. Jones, a, a big three hundred and thirteen pound junior, six foot five out of Manson, Iowa. Carter Van Gorp is a six foot two. 256-pound senior from Sioux Falls, and Brent Mosier, 6'3", 238-pound senior from Rock Valley, Iowa. Linebackers today for Northwestern. It'll be Parker Fryer, 6'3", 205-pound freshman from Waukee, Iowa. Tanner Olson, a 6'1", 255-pound junior from Larchwood, Iowa. And Trevor Rosenboom, a 6'1", 220-pound senior from Rock Rapids, Iowa. And the defensive secondary, probably the best guy on the team, is Noah Van Hoff. He is six foot two, two hundred pound junior out of Leicester, Iowa. The other safety will be Jaden Snyder, two hundred and five pound redshirt freshman from Larchwood, Iowa. And the two cornerbacks today will be Jake Wynott, five foot eleven, hundred and ninety pound redshirt freshman from Howarden, Iowa. On the other side, you've got Liam Stubby. A 5'11", 193-pound junior from Ackley, Iowa. Your starting lineups today brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings. Locally owned, locally managed with friendly service, three convenient locations, and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. So it's Hastings and uh, Northwestern here this afternoon, this being the final home game of the season for the Broncos for the uh, 2020 season. The seniors being uh, recognized here before uh, the ball game today. But, Jimmy, it's all about uh, going out and trying to knock off one of the better teams in the uh, Great Plains Athletic Conference and, for that fact, in the nation this year for NAIA football. This will be a tough one for us this afternoon. Yeah, well, we just uh, watching the seniors get introduced here and uh, Coach Harper down there handing out footballs to each player. They hand them to their parents. They must be the autographed Tony Harper football. I'm sure ours are coming at the end of this season. We'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah, sending out these seniors against a monster of a football team. We talk all year long about how the Great Plains Athletic Conference is so difficult, probably the toughest conference in the nation with Morningside at the top. And then you've got Northwestern, and Northwestern just can't quite get to that level. They played them first game of the season, had them down, had them on the ropes, and then Morningside always finds a way to come back and, and win a game it's always a dandy matchup with those two teams but Northwestern is a solid number two 
there really isn't anybody that uh, right now that can compete with them. Dort's probably getting to be the closest team that can compete with Northwestern, but this is a great team. We talk all year long. We always have fun about it. Boy, it seems like this guy's been around forever and this guy's been around and it's because they get starts at, at, uh, freshmen when they come in right out of high school they're that talented of players matt mccarty has taken over for orvat and several years ago and they has just built a tremendous football team and you talked about him in the pregame show coima the quarterback he is the all i mean he is an amazing individual out there you will see him today in action i don't care if he's into this stiff wind he'll be throwing it into the wind downwind and when you've got the the leading uh, wide receiver in the nation in solberg he's been around those two guys have connected a whole bunch over the years so this is going to be a tough game you know they're going to score you just hope they don't score a lot Hastings coming off that emotional win up at Jamestown a week ago, really played sound football in that game. Neesmith had a a big game rushing the football, but again, that's a different monster. That's Jamestown. This is Northwestern. This is going to be a a handful. And boy, you look at the next few games on the roster, the last three we got today, Northwestern next week is Dort. And then we've got that rescheduled game with Morningside. So definitely a tough, tough finish here to a tough, tough football year. But fortunately, Hastings has not had the bugaboo bite them this year, and they have uh, had to set out a football game. So hopefully we can continue on, get this season over with, and try to build on some positives as we go out. Let's talk about the weather. It's going to be a major factor today. Northwestern, obviously a team that wants to throw the ball around a little bit. I was watching the, the kickers earlier today. Boy, you're kicking with a wind to your back. There, there's no doubt that you can hit a 50, 55, 60-yard field goal going in this direction. The other way, we're going to be lucky to maybe get a 35-yard field goal in the direction uh, to the south here today. So the weather obviously going to be important. Uh, what we're going to do here with the opening uh, kickoff, it's going to be Hastings winning the toss. We're going to defer. So uh, the direction of the wind probably got more success offensively here today. <laughs> yeah, I really uh, believe so. And if you look at the kicking game, I definitely think we've got the uh, top kicker in the G Pack. Uh, Bockel has just been uh, tremendous all year long. He's been the, a, a couple of uh, a couple of different weeks. He's been the special teams player of the week. So uh, I think we've got the best kicker. Eli Stadler is their kicker. He has had a 37 yarder as his longest. And you look at Bockel's numbers on the uh, year. He's got a 45 yarder in his bag, but he's got a definitely uh, a bigger leg than that. But yeah, it's gonna gonna be a uh, howling howling wind. I hope the it blows so hard it blows the leaves out of my yard because there there is leaves blowing everywhere in town going down the streets now you know how coaches always trying to hide things from uh people like me throughout the week <laughs> we, we find out here during uh the little senior ceremony that they had uh, before the ball game today that tyree nesmith is not dressed in fact he's got a walking boot on today as he uh, went through the, the senior activities that we had before the game, there was no mention that during the week that uh, Naismith was uh, injured at all. But obviously, he's not going to play today. So we're going to see a lot, I'm sure, of uh, Brent Simonson, the uh, product out of Sutton. How those coaches can be sneaky so almost all week long. Hey, well, let's reiterate, he is dressed. But he's just in uh, virtually street clothes, sweatpants, and uh, his jersey down on the sidelines. Yeah, I asked you at one of the breaks. I says, did Tony say anything to you? And he goes, no, never said a word. But, yeah, in a boot on his right uh, right leg. And I thought you guys were so tight 
And evidently, evidently you're not. You, you're. He holds out on some information on you, oh, but we'll uh, check that out on the uh, yeah. post game show. Yeah, exactly. But uh, Brett Simonson, he could definitely do the job with Tyree's injury a year ago with the knee. Brett came in as a freshman out of Sutton, did a tremendous job. But it all starts up front, Mike. We did a couple of a couple of weeks ago. We did a game, and I thought our offensive line played very poorly. Not able to get any yardage. I mean, you should be able to with the big guys we've got up front. Move a, the defensive fronts around a little bit. Simonson's a shifty. Uh, guy and tough. I mean, he's used to running the football 25, 30 times in a football game from his high school days, but uh, he'll, he'll definitely carry the torch here today and, and do a fine job if we can get some blocking up front. So again, the Broncos won the toss. They deferred. They will kick with the wind at their back. So Baca will probably kick this into the trees and the uh, pasture ground past uh, of uh, 12th Street here. All right, it's going to be uh, Nate Rice and Michael Story. Dropping back deep here for the Red Raiders. They'll settle about the uh, two-yard line. Winds are blowing again out of the south at about 20 miles per hour. As we get set to go today, welcome to Bronco football on 1230 KHS. Northwestern takes on the uh, Broncos here this afternoon. Bronco is going to get into the football end-over-end kick. And that's going to be uh, driven about uh, 11, 12 yards. Past the chalk. Yeah, past the chalk back there. So, like we said, the wind blowing in this direction, you're going you're gonna to get good yardage out of your kicks. Yep, you really are. So, we'll see what uh, Matt McCarty draws up here on this first series. Again, uh, Tyson Coyman, their quarterback, he's thrown for 2,101 yards, 17 touchdowns, seven picks. He's got a great running back. Connor McQuillan has uh, done a great job this year, but Solberg is the uh, big guy. He's caught almost 1,000 yards worth of footballs. We'll see what uh, Northwestern does. They come from the sidelines and ready to take the snap. All right, they'll start off with the uh, pistol set here with wide receivers left and right on first down and 10 for the 25. There's a uh, handoff as they keep around the ground in the first play here across the 25 out to about the 27-yard line. That's uh, McQuillan. He is a redshirt freshman out of Leavenworth, Kansas. He didn't have really gaudy numbers, 287 yards, 70 carries, four touchdowns for the Red Raiders, but they got uh, three guys really in their, their rushing rotation here, including the quarterback in equipment. That's always tough when he got a running quarterback. That was a pickup of three yards on the first play of the ball game. Second down, seven yards to go. Line of scrimmage now the 27th. Coima swings the ball out here. McQuillan grabs the ball. He's going to have the first down. He fumbles the football, but he gets back on top of it here at the 37-yard line. So he picks up the first down, picks about ten, uh, picks up about 10 on the play. He fumbles the football right at the end. The Broncos couldn't hop on it, and Hastings will give up a first down. So... Two plays, and Northwestern has a first down. Yep, 10 yards more to Coima's uh, numbers on the season. Tremendous numbers, 107 of 167. He's very efficient with his throwing. They'll have a couple of wide receivers. Solberg in the slot, and one wide receiver out the far side of the field. First to 10 here at the 38. All right, here's uh, Coima. Fakes the ball. Now he's in the open, 40, 45, 50. Inside Bronco territory. Gets it down to the 47-yard line or 46-yard line before he's Brown down on the play, really never brought down. Hey, they get him there and stop his forward progress. So another first down there for the Red Raiders, and they have moved the ball into Hastings College territory. Just a handful of plays. They'll spot the football here at the 45-yard line. 13-yard gain by Coma. Again, you talk about his uh, his rushing numbers uh, up there towards the top for the Red Raider football team. 283 yards coming in. But uh, Coima, not a real big guy, 6'1", about 200 pounds, but he's just, he's very, very well well put together. 
Columbus going to hand the ball away again. That's their running back, McQuillan. He takes it off of the right side and brings it across the 45, down to about the 43-yard line before he's brought down on the play. So the Bronco rush defense has been pretty good so far in this ball game. The opening drive here, a couple of minutes into the ball game. Second down, nine yards to go. Northwestern with a ball down here at the 44. Northwestern, a team that can really put some points on the board. Third in the conference in the scoring offense. Averaging 39.7 yards per ball game. They also average of 521 yards of total offense per game. That is second in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Second down and nine. There's a ball thrown down here to Story, and he grabs it one-handed and out of bounds. Oh, boy, Michael Story. Uh, Coach talked about him in the pregame show. They've got Solberg, but he says, look out on the other side, too, with this Story guy, a sophomore out of Spencer, Iowa. He pulls that baby in one-handed. Watch this down the right sideline. Wow. That was a great catch and a first down, obviously, for Northwestern down here at the 23. Yeah, third first down and a tremendous pass. Just uh, Coima got the snap, didn't even take a step, just stood there and just lofted it, let Story run downfield. Kind of a hot dog type catch, but hey, when you're good, you can hot dog around a little bit. That was good for 22. Here's another handout. That's going to be McQuillan looking inside. Now he bounces it outside and he's going to be bounced out of bounds here. Over here defensively for Hastings. Making the stop there for the uh, Bronco defense. There's going to be a new guy in there. It's going to be Titus Clay. Titus Clay is in there. For, uh, he seems, he's actually the leading tackler in the Bronco defense. 109 tackles so far this season, or 53 tackles for he seems He's got uh, about 10 and a half tackles for loss here so far this season. You can hear the wind really picking up here as uh, this game unfolds today. There's a fake handoff, and the quarterback, Koima, is going to run the ball down here to about the 16-yard line. Tackle is made by Kayente Kinney for the uh, Broncos. Kinney, the senior out of Marietta, Texas. And now they're looking at third down. Hastings held the Jimmys last week to one out of 13 on third down conversions. You can do that today, Jimmy. We're going to be in the ball game. Yeah, yeah, but uh, again, a different animal here today at Lloyd Wilson Field. Again, a couple of yard pickup for Coima there. So the first third down call for Matt McCarty and the Red Raiders. Good drive to open this football game. Double wide receivers split out to the left side of the formation and third and three. They're going to run for it here. McQuillan trying to get outside, slides through a tackler at the 15 to the 10. He's at the five yard line and he stretches for the end zone. Does he get in there? He does not. He's going to be stopped short of the goal line down there at about the one, but McQuillan turns the corner. He squares up his shoulders, Jimmy, and he was heading for the goal line. He stopped just short. They're going to mark it right at about the two-yard line here. That's going to be first down and goal. Tough run. Didn't get a number on the defensive back. Just watch the relay. You've got to wrap your arms up. You can't just sit there and hit these guys with your shoulder pads. And the uh, defensive back got flat run over like a freight train. Smoked by McQuillan. 15-yard gain. First and goal at the one for Northwestern. All right, it's going to be a Coyman with a wide receiver split out to the right side. They'll hand the ball away again. That's going to be McQuillan, and he gets it into the end zone for the score. So on the first offensive possession of the ball game, Northwestern takes the ball right downfield and sticks the ball in the end zone on a one-yard run there by McQuillan, and it's a 6 to nothing ball game, Northwestern. Ho-hum. Matt McCarty says, nine plays, 75 yards there for Northwestern. Very effective. Seven rushing plays, two passing plays. Coima perfect, two of two passing. And now uh, the uh, kicker, Stadler, into the game. Looking to tack on the uh, extra point. 
And it is up third. It's through the uprights. It is good. So the point after is good. Ten minutes and 38 seconds to play in the first quarter. First possession of the ball game. Nine plays, 75 yards, and the Red Raiders sticker in the end zone. We'll take a break with a score Northwestern 7, Hastings nothing. Whatever the Midwest weather brings, you can rely on a York comfort system to keep your home comfortable all year. York systems are smarter, more connected, and more efficient than ever before, cutting your energy costs by as much as 50%. Plus, all York residential products have some of the best warranties in the industry. Your York Midwest dealer is Rutz Heating and Air in Hastings and Kearney. Go to rutsheating.com, proudly serving the entire Tri-City area. Learn how you can move up to a new line of comfort and efficiency for your home. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here at the Osborne Sports Complex. The score is 7 to nothing. Northwestern has got the lead. Nice drive there by the Red Raiders. Yeah, to no surprise to anybody in the stands that knows anything about Red Raider football. Shouldn't be at any surprise as the football blows off the tee here for Stadler. I'm sure they're going to have to bring a guy in and put his pinky on top of the pig here to hold it down today. It'll be Bell and uh, Austin White back deep for Hastings College. I don't anticipate this ball getting... Very much past the 10-yard line. The two return guys will stand just in between the 5 and the 10. But, yeah, again, Coima 2-2 passing. Coima with a couple carries on that drive of 13 and 1 yards. But it was McQuillan that really did the damage run of the football. He shows that he's a tough cat out there. He's just another in a long line of good running backs and athletes for this North Raider football team. All right, so seven or nothing. They'll hold the ball on the tee. It's a run up on the boot here. He seems will grab the ball down here at about the uh, seven yard line. Back quickly to the uh, 20 and brought down immediately at the uh, 20 yard line. So that's where uh, Hastings College will uh, start here this afternoon. Good to have the band back with us. And thanks to the guys up in uh, Jamestown for uh, covering for us uh, last week up there. The Broncos of victory 34 to 7 over. The uh, Jamestown Jimmys last week. There comes the uh, Hastings College offense out here with uh, Johnny Zamora calling the signals here today. Broncos need to try to stay with Northwestern here. That means they've got to convert offensively. Here's a running play to a Simonson as a Simonson brings the ball to the 24-yard line. Again, the Tyree Nesbitt not playing today, which is a surprise to us. Nothing was said all week long out of the uh, Broncos staff today, but Nesmith shows up for the uh, senior day activities here in a uh, walking boot, and he's dressed in street clothes, so we're not going to see the uh, senior out of Baltimore in his final home game of the uh, 2020 season. So we're going to get a lot of Brent Simonson today. There he stumbles across the 25 out to the 26-yard line. Northwestern, Jimmy, always known for their defense. They're giving up some yards this year. Factor giving up 382 yards per ball game, 151 on the ground, 231 through the air. This is still a very good defense. Yeah, it is. They always, uh, always will, and always have been a very good defense. Couple of two-yard gains there for Simonson brings up a third down and about six here. Very important down here early in this football game. You cannot afford to get too far down to these guys. Johnny Z hands the ball away again. It's going to be uh, three rushing plays and out. He seems to have to punt the football away. That's not what you uh, want to see here. 
When you're you got northwestern and well, you got, got to sustain drive. Well, you do, and you've got the wind at your back. I don't know why you don't take a, a shot or two. I mean, gamble, have fun, play, play wild football because this is a good football team. You're a heavy underdog in this football game, and uh, all three running plays with the wind at your back. Now, Bockel into the football game to punt this football away and back deep for Northwestern is going to be Mosier. You'll hear Mosier a lot. There's three brothers. All three Mosier brothers get in the act of, of playing on offense and defense. He fumbles a football. He picks it up, bounces off of the turf, and then he's uh, brought down here right at the 25-yard line. Heading down there for uh, Hastings on the play was uh, Jerry Stewart to uh, bring him down. That's where uh, Northwestern will start again. Very impressively, they took the ball right downfield under Opening possession of the ball game, so we'll see what they they do here as they come back out. Seven to nothing is the score. The Red Raiders have the lead over Hastings College. That first drive was uh, what nine plays, seventy five. Seventy five yards, and they're right at the twenty five again. So they got seventy five yards to go to pay dirt. Mosier caught a, a nice pass there of twenty two yards, and uh, McQuillan had a couple of runs. Uh, good ones in double digits. One, the biggest one, 15 yards on that last drive. We'll see what they do here at the 840 mark in the first quarter. All right, Koima fakes the ball. Now he throws it to the far side. It's going to be caught out there. That's a Solberg as he breaks loose and brings it across the 40. And he's uh, run out of bounds. That's the uh, number one quarterback and the number one receiver teaming up. That's not going to be the last time those guys uh, team up today. Uh, they've been uh, catching a lot of balls and throwing a lot of balls over the past couple of years. Solberg. As a senior, finally, out of Boyden, Iowa. Five first downs now for Northwestern in the game. They've got three of them through the air, two of them on the ground, to no surprise there. They'll have trips out to the right side of the formation. One wide receiver to the left side in the slot. McQuillan right off the right side of Coima. He'll throw. Yeah, Coima wants to throw. Tosses it over the middle. That's going to be Story, 45-50 inside Bronco territory to the 45 down to the 42-yard line. Pulowski into the stop for Hastings College, so they go with their, their short passing game story right across the middle, and the uh, story just uh, makes things happen. Tony talked about him in the uh, pregame show here today. He's a, a dangerous guy out there for the Red Raiders. Two catches, 48 yards already for story. That one good for 24 yards into Bronco territory. First down, number six. Now they've got trips to the far side of the field with McQuillan in there. And Coima will get the snap. Going to throw again. Yeah, he tosses it out here. It's going to be caught here by McQuillan. The Broncos out here on defense that time. Good stop by Hastings. Good stop for the Broncos. That's Robert Hernandez that stays home there and brings him down for a loss back here at the 46-yard line. And loss of three yards in the play. Great job by Hernandez. Yeah, Hernandez right there. Johnny on the spot. They just tried to run a set up a little swing pass to McQuillan over on the right side. He's caught uh, three balls. Actually, uh, two balls already in this game, but Hernandez right there able to hang on to that jersey for dear life and bring him down right in his tracks across the 45-yard line at the 46, second down and 14. Yeah, two wide receivers each way now. They're going to put Solberg and Story to the same side and the left, and they're going to go that way. There's a pass that's going to be incomplete. Nearly pulled in by a Solberg. He had his hands on it there. Pulowski was uh, back in coverage for Hastings. It was off of his fingertips. And now it's third down. Third down and 14 yards to go. Northwestern on third downs this year. Number three in the conference. 
converting on 45% of their third down opportunities. That's why they're 5-1. and one. Yeah, exactly. And it took six passes for Coima to throw his first incomplete pass. Coima's numbers, five of six passing, 64 yards in this football game, and he'll be faced with a third and 14. Wide receivers all over the field, three to the far side, two to our side, empty backfield. All right, Coima calling the signals here, looking over the defense. He's got the ball. He fires it across the middle. It's going to be caught out there. At the 30 of Hastings and brought down at about the uh, 29-yard line to get the ball to a McQuillan. McQuillan, who was the uh, running back, was uh, split out there. They thread the needle, so uh, McQuillan, he is very much a part of this uh, passing attack as well, in addition to uh, rushing the football, a nice catch right across the middle. Yeah, good job by McQuillan, knowing where the chains are, and he's patterned deep enough, and Coyman hit him in stride. He's a running back, but he was split out in the slot on the uh, the near side of the field, but that one good for 18. They needed 16. They got her first down number seven. Northwestern on the move again inside to 30. Already leading by the score is seven to nothing. Here's McQuillan again with the ball as he takes it down to the 25-yard line. So pick him up three yards in the play there. Tackle is made in there by Chance Bolin of Hastings. Bolin, the 5'11", 275-pound senior out of Escalon, California. So now it's second down. Second down and eight yards to go. Northwestern with six and a half minutes to play here in the first quarter. Actually playing uh, into the win here in this quarter, but already out on top seven nothing. I was going to say on this drive already, five passing plays, five consecutive passing plays on this drive. That is their first rush of a couple of yards by McQuillan on this drive. And they've got her down inside the Bronco 30 at the 26. All right, they fake the ball. Now they toss it out to the far side. It's going to be grabbed there again. Down the sideline, 25, 20, 15, and run out of bounds down there around the 11-yard line. They get it outside again to a Shane Solberg, who makes the reception, picks up the first down. Northwestern making this look easy here in the first quarter. That was six minutes to go. Yeah, it looks like just a uh, scrimmage on a on a Saturday afternoon in spring ball. No effort at all out of this uh, Northwestern offense. They just uh, make it look so easy going down the field. Already 94 yards of passing for Coima in the game. That one there is good for 12. And again, the seventh first down. All right, Coima sends wide receivers left and right again. They hand the ball away, sliding through there across the 10, down to the Broncos' 7-yard line. That's going to be McQuillan again carrying the ball, or a new man in there now for uh, Northwestern. Logan Meyer. Logan Meyer is into the ball game. Logan Meyer, a freshman out of Alford, Iowa. He's got 206 yards on the ground coming in here. He picks up about uh, 7 yards there. It's going to bring up a second down in about three situation, maybe four. Ball is sitting right at the nine-yard line. So Meyer's going to be a guy we'll be saying, oh, he's he's still around, just a freshman, getting activity in this uh, Northwestern offense. Three wide receivers to the right. They swing the ball out here, grabbing the ball there. is going to be McQuillan. He's going to take it into the end zone for a touchdown. Takes it into the end zone for a score. Two possessions and uh, two touchdowns for uh, Northwestern. And the Red Raiders are out on top now with a score of 13 to nothing. And another nine play to match the one before. Another nine play, 75-yard drive, resulting in a touchdown. They've got one on the ground now and one off the arm of Coima. For Coima, that is touchdown number 18. Man, he utilizes his running backs out of the backfield. Very, very good. Here comes uh, the extra point coming up here for Northwestern. Ball is down. The kick is up, and the kick goes through the uprights. It is good. So the PAT is good. Two possessions and uh, two touchdowns here. 
for the Red Raiders in the first quarter. We'll take a break with a score. Northwestern 14, Hastings nothing. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. 1230 KHAS. Alco football today brought to you in part by Five Points Bank of Hastings, by Mary Lanning Healthcare, by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, by Family Medical Center of Hastings, by Hastings College, by the Hastings College Foundation, and by Rutz Heating and Air Conditioning. Well, Jimmy, I think the, the Bronco defense better go to school in a hurry here. A couple <laughs> of uh, possessions, a couple of scores. How about this? Early in this football game, 150 yards, obviously 275-yard drives, 150 yards of total offense to seven. Now, I've been around this sport for quite a while. We've been doing this, and that ain't going to get it done, and you cannot stop this Northwestern offense. At least they haven't shown any signs of being able to step up and uh, make any big plays against this uh, Red Raider offense. Again, uh, somebody, uh, we've got a guy coming in to put a finger on the pig there. That is going to be... Lorenzen, the defensive back for Northwestern, as they will get the kick away into the wind. Kind of a low liner to the far side of the field. Troy Mann will pick it up here for Hastings across the 20, 25, 30, out to the 34-yard line. And that's where Hastings uh, will start in this drive. Ball is brought back there by uh, Trevon Hinton, who is in the ball game now, a freshman. Brings the ball back. He was lined up, uh, obviously, a short man there as it was not kicked very deep against the wind. 4.47 to play here in the first quarter. 14-0, the Red Raiders out on top here in this ball game. We'll see what Hastings can do offensively. Now they've run just three plays on offense. Three plays, and then they had to punt. Three running plays. Here's uh, Johnny Z as he takes it around the right end as he brings it to the 40 to the 43-yard line before he is brought down there. So. Johnny Zamora, the sophomore out of San Antonio, Texas, getting another start for Hastings and quarterback today. Pick up nine yards in the play, second down and one. Yeah, there we go. Baby steps, longest play of the day. Get the ball to the 43-yard line. Now wide receivers left and right. Johnny Z claps the hands. He's got the ball, sprints out left side, throws it. The ball is going to be caught there by Brenton Bell and brought down. Brenton Bell makes a nice catch. Stubby in the tackle there for the uh, Red Raiders, but that's going to be enough for a first down. So, yeah, you're right. We need a first down there. Now just keep the drive alive. Keep that Northwestern offense uh, on the sideline. Exactly. you got to mix it up a little bit. They'll fill the uh, – they'll pack the, the line of scrimmage here. Now they're showing blitz with a couple of linebackers, and they will. All right, Johnny Z hands it away. That's going to go there to Brent Simonson. Simonson across the 50. Inside Northwestern Territory down to the 48-yard line. The offensive coordinator for Hastings, in case you, you missed it uh, during the pregame show, his wife is expecting a baby any time. I mean, like any time. So he's hoping to get through the uh, ball game today. He's calling the plays from upstairs. So if you see uh, Coach Griffin <laughs> sprinting uh, out of here, that, that's the reason why. Here's a running play there to a Simonson. Simonson across the 45 to the 44-yard uh, line. 
Uh, Grinty didn't make the uh, trip up to Jamestown last week. Tony thought it would be better for maybe him <laughs> to stay home with uh, with his wife, expecting uh, the baby. So John didn't uh, go up to Mo- uh, go up to a Jamestown last week, and they had to kind of a. Uh, a committee calling plays. Well, they, they did pretty good. Yeah, they did pretty good. Well, I haven't seen him go running by yet. This is the entrance they usually take. So we'll keep an eye on that. Third down two yards to go. Here's the option play back here to Simonson. He puts his head down and he's going to be close to the first down stakes. I don't know if he made it though, but the Broncos in the situation they are. Yeah, there you go. This is four down territory. Now the Broncos going to be stopped short here at about the 44. They got to take it to about the 42 for the first down. So, this is actually fourth down and two for Hastings, and they'll line up to go for it here. Wide receivers left and right. Hastings already trailing the ball game by a score of 14 to nothing. Johnny Z clapping his hands here. Johnny, I don't know if he's trying to draw him off sides. Now he's up under center. Johnny Zamora still barking him out here. Northwestern just uh, staying put there. That's oh, a great job by the Northwestern defense. Yep. They were looked like a bunch of statues down there. They were not moving until that ball moved. Zamora tried to get him when he was in the pistol. He tried to get him when he went up under center, and they were not going to budge. I still can't imagine that you won't line up and go for it here. All right, this uh, timeout brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Hastings' only true sports bar located across the street from the water park on West 2nd and Hastings. We'll take a break. Chewy Love to play in the first quarter. Northwestern 14 and Hastings nothing. Comfort food meets convenience with Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill for takeout. Tasty sandwiches, tempting burgers, soups, and salads. Daily specials are posted on Bullseye's Facebook page. To see the entire menu, log on to bullseyesportsbar.com. Phone ahead, pick it up on West 2nd across from the Water Park Hastings. Take it to the comfort of your home or work. Bullseyesportsbar.com or Facebook. Then order by phone from 11 until 8, Tuesday through Friday, 4 to 8 on Saturday. Now open for dine-in with limited seating. And perhaps most importantly, the Bullseye's family thanks you for your continued support. 1230 KHAS. All right, fourth down and two. The Broncos going to go for it here from the 44-yard line of Northwestern. There's a running play there to Simonson. No, I, I don't think he made it. No, he got stuffed. Went right off the uh, right side right behind the right guard and Northwestern had tremendous penetration and Brett was just buried right at the line of scrimmage. No gain on that. So they now turn the football over to Northwestern at their own 44 yard line is where Northwestern will start. Interesting thing. Northwestern, a perennial uh, playoff team in the NAIA. And uh, this year the playoffs are going to be next spring. So if they're, Happen to be good enough to get in, which I, I think they will. They'll have to wait until spring to, to play their, their playoffs this year, which is going to be really odd. Here's Cueva throwing it across the middle. It's going to be incomplete. Incomplete pass. The intended receiver was a Cannon Flores. That was thrown a little bit uh, too long. So Northwestern will wrap up the regular season here in November. And they got to take off like three months before they, they play their it's going to be like spring football, but it's going to mean something. Yeah, it's just really goofy the way this COVID has really changed things around this year. You're going to have some of the teams have uh, played this fall, like the GPAC, and then you're going to have other conferences around the country that are going to play in the spring. I think it's unfortunate because you get on a roll as a football team. Granted, you can get some guys that injured, get them back, and get them healthy. But, boy, you're going to have to have some scrimmages or something to kind of get into that roll and uh, rhythm again. Second down, 10 yards to go. Coyman is going to run the ball across the 50, 45 in the Bronco territory, 40 down to the 36-yard line. That's another first down there for 
The uh, Northwestern Red Raiders, Kobe Brandenburg into the stop for Hastings defensively. Part of the thing about the, the postseason, Northwestern also has some baseball players, in fact, some pretty good baseball players that play on the football team. Normally that's not a problem. This year it is going to be a problem because they're going to be playing their postseason when uh, the <laughs> Northwestern baseball team is going to get to started there next spring. So they've got all kinds of problems, but good problems to have. There's a McQuillan again carrying the ball across the 35, both hands in the football as he comes to the uh, 30-yard line and is brought down there. Boy, he's been uh, very good here. He didn't have gaudy numbers coming in here, only 287 yards of offense in uh, six games. But he has had a pretty good first quarter here. Well, he's accounted for 65 yards, 32 through the air. He's got 33 on the ground. He's got a touchdown run and a touchdown catch. That's pretty good. Not bad. For gain, yeah, gain of seven, second down here and three, inside a minute in the first quarter. Here's a Corbin stands in the pocket, fires the ball. That's going to be caught there for another first down inside the 20-yard line. Josh uh, Fakuma has uh, got the reception there. He's a guy out of Blaine, Washington. Big, tall, tight end, Jimmy. Six foot five and 245 pounds. He reaches up there, grabs the ball. Another first down, Northwestern with the ball. In the red zone of the 18. Yep, you got to like a big, talented tight end out there, and he is a big target right across the middle. And Coima hit him in stride, 14-yard gain. First down number nine, first and 10, in the red zone at the 17. All right, Coima in the pistol set, fakes the ball, throws it to the far side. Story grabs the ball, and then he's going to be wrap up out there at the uh, 10-yard line. That's uh, Deron Jones over there for the Broncos making the tackle. That was a completed pass down around the 10-yard line. Coyman, again, just making it look so easy. to stands in the pocket. No rush whatsoever from the Hastings College uh, defensive line. And now they're going to just let the play clock run down here. And we're going to switch ends of the field. So the first quarter has come to an end. Northwestern, a couple of nine plays, 75-yard drives here in the first quarter. They've got the lead after one. Northwestern 14, Hastings nothing. You're listening to Bronco Football. Five Points Bank of Hastings, safe, strong, and growing. Back in September of 2000, we opened for business at 4th and St. Joe with a staff of five. Now we have three banking locations, over 45 employees, and have grown to become the largest locally owned bank in Hastings. Since our opening, we've listened to you and responded by providing high-quality customer service, new banking technology, and provided support to many community organizations. We appreciate your support and look forward to continuing as the better bank in Hastings. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. 1230 K-H-A-S. Leading Nebraska 14-13. Less than a minute to go in the third quarter. 14-13. Northwestern with a lead over Nebraska. 14-0 here. Northwestern with a lead over Hastings College as Northwestern continues to ground about here. Connor McQuillan getting the the carry there as McQuillan is going to move the ball down to about the 7-yard line. Enough to pick up a first down, so it's first down and goal now. 
First down and goal for Northwestern down here at the Hastings, actually the six-yard line. Northwestern now to our end zone to our left, which is the north end zone here. So they're right to left, south to north in the second quarter of play. They've got the winner of their backs. One of the few teams that we have seen. In the uh, GPAC conference, huddle up and not just call the play at the line of scrimmage as uh, Northwestern's been doing. All right, it's going to be Koyman handing the ball. No, he fakes the ball. And now Koyma has got it outside the uh, numbers there. He's at the five-yard line and is in the end zone for the touchdown. So he fakes the ball inside. Everybody goes with McQuillan. He pulls it out of there, takes it around the right end, and he takes it in for a touchdown, and it's 20 to nothing, Northwestern. For Koyma, his fourth rushing touchdown. And, boy, when he took off out of there, Hastings had a lot of, a lot of pressure on him, forcing the far side of the field. They had the numbers out of there. I think it was one on five, and somehow he sliced through like a hot knife through butter, and he gets in from six yards out. All right, so here comes the point after touchdown. Ball is down. Wait, we've got a penalty flag. First one of the day. That's all right. Made it through a quarter without a flag. And now uh, the officials will huddle here. That's what occurs on the uh, point after touchdown. Johnny microphone down there is not going to be very good. Oh, no, that's going to be, yeah, he's going to have all Keaton's grandma's dishcloth over his mic. Yeah, we're going to find out here. He makes the call. Offside. Defense, number 29. Penalty is declined. Replay the try. Yeah, you're right. We got a offside's call there on Hastings. Penalty declined. They're just going to kick the extra point here. 20 to nothing is the score. Hastings is trailing. In the second quarter of play, got the PAT pending here. They'll try it again. Ball is down. The kick is up, and that one is uh, through the pipes. It is good. So the point after is good. Northwestern has had the ball three times. They have scored three times. We've got 14 minutes and 38 seconds to play here in the second quarter. We'll take a break with a score. Northwestern 21. He sees nothing. Comfort food meets convenience with Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill for takeout. Tasty sandwiches, tempting burgers, soups, and salads. Daily specials are posted on Bullseye's Facebook page. To see the entire menu, log on to bullseyesportsbar.com. Phone ahead, pick it up on West 2nd across from the Water Park Hastings. Take it to the comfort of your home or work. Bullseyesportsbar.com or Facebook. Then order by phone from 11 until 8, Tuesday through Friday, 4 to 8 on Saturday. Now open for dine-in with limited seating. And perhaps most importantly, the Bullseye's family thanks you for your continued support. 1230 KHAS. Producer and engineer Stephanie Brubaker back here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Lloyd Wilson field 21 to nothing is the score. Northwestern has got to lead over Hastings College here this afternoon. Northwestern into the football, end over end kick. Hastings will not have a chance to return this one. It's into the end zone and out. And the Broncos will come out here on the uh, touchback to try to get something going here. In his first half of play before this one gets it too far away from him, 21 nothing Northwestern. Yeah, it's looked easy by Northwestern. We're going to give you some stats. They're brought to you by the Hastings College Foundation. Now you can target any size gift to Hastings College with Bronco Boost. Go to Hastings.edu for more information. Hastings very quickly onto the field. I will give you the rundown of numbers right after this play. Johnny Z's got him in the uh, at the line. All right, wide receivers left and right. There's a... Uh, 
Running play there for the uh, Broncos. Running the football there for Hastings. Again, we're going to be a, we're a little bit depleted here at uh, running back today. That's going to be uh, Dalen Farrell getting a uh, carry there, a five foot six hundred ninety pound junior out of Little Rock, Arkansas. Naismith is not suited up uh, to play today. He's got a walking boot on, which is a a big surprise to us uh, this week. Naismith is injured and will not play, so our leading rusher is uh, not in the lineup today. There's a Johnny Z throws the ball. It's going to be incomplete, trying to get it to a Stenhouse off of his fingertips, and the Broncos now looking at third down. That is just the second pass attempt today for Johnny Z, and he tried to throw it to Mr. Reliable in Stenhouse and not able to bring it in. In that first quarter, Northwestern with 196 yards. They had 119 through the air, 77 on the ground, averaging 8.5 yards per play in that first quarter for the Broncos, just 29 yards of total offense, five through the air, 24 on the ground. I'll get you individual numbers after this play. Third down, six yards to go. He sings with a ball in their own 29-yard line. Johnny Z with it. There's a slant thrown across the middle. It's going to be broken up. Uh, broken up, an incomplete pass, trying to get it to a Stenhouse. Broken up on the play there by the uh, defensive secondary and Noah Van Hoff. He... Uh, he's the best player on the defense is what they told us. And there he makes the play of the ball. He swats it down in his fourth down. Yeah, Bockel trots in. Now Hastings got a punt into the stiff breeze. Individual leaders for Hastings in the first quarter. Simonson with seven carries, 15 yards. And uh, Brenton Bell had the only reception of five yards. For Northwestern, it was Coima rushing for 37 yards. And McQuillan receiving with 32 yards and a touchdown. Bockel gets a great kick away, a spiraling uh, as well as you could get it into this stiff wind, Mosier brings it in at the 40-yard line. So that's where uh, Northwestern will start out. A couple other guys. So Coima uh, rushing 37 yards. McQuillan had 32 on the ground. Uh, McQuillan had 32 through the air and a touchdown. Story had 49 yards on three catches. They just make it look so, so easy. They will start their fourth drive at their own 40-yard line. They've scored on all three drives so far. All right, so here comes that offense back out here. Again, they average over 500 yards per ball game offensively, and they can score some points right around 40 points per ball game. They've got 21 already here in this one, and we still got 13.46 to play in the second quarter. Hastings trailing. Here's Coima, throws it out here. It's going to be caught by uh, Solberg and then dropped. All right, so an incomplete pass there. Solberg. Unable to hang on to that one for some odd reason. It hit him right there in the hands. <laughs> hit, hit him right in a good spot, I'll guarantee you, over his career. He hadn't dropped many of those easy uh, passes, but I he, uh, I think he heard some footsteps. There are a lot of Broncos uh, eyeballing him up on that play. That, that uh, play, 13th pass attempt for Coima in this uh, football game. That's just his third incompletion. He was 10 of 12 for 124 in the first quarter. All right, 21 nothing. Northwestern with a lead. Coima backs up again. Now he's under pressure. Coima trying to get away. Still scrambling with the ball across the 35-40. Coima's at the 45-50. Near sideline, 45-40-35, and he's run out of bounds. So Coima turns a, a bad play into a pretty good play there for the Red Raiders. Now they've got the ball again in Hastings College territory. 27-yard scramble, and he was in jail three different times. The Broncos had him dead in the water behind the line of scrimmage. Clay had him, but again, 
He is just so shifty and so smart, and it's almost like he's got eyes in the back of his head. He knows which way to turn. He got out of trouble, took it from the far side to the near side right in front of Tony Harper, and Tony can just shake his head. 27-yard gain down to the Bronco 33. All right, so here's another first down. Cuomo takes the ball, and now he's going to throw it back the other way. A guy is out here, and he can't make the catch in the end zone. At his step, that's a Kobe Lugens. Lugens, a six foot five, two hundred and twenty-eight pound junior from Rock Valley, Iowa, could not come up with the ball in the end zone there for Northwestern. Incomplete pass, and it's second down and ten. He hits that pass on a calm day. You look at the flags blowing in that north end zone, and they are just a whip, and the goalposts are flopping around. And that one there, he just threw a high lofter into the air. And the wind got underneath that one and just carried it. But Loinger made a great attempt at that football. So it brings up a second and 10 ball at the 33 with 12.59 left to go to a half. All right, it's going to be Quinlan handing the ball away. And keeper on the ground is McQuillan. Comes across the 30. He may have fumbled the football. We'll see if the officials agree. Hernandez is down there fighting for the ball. I think McQuillan got back on top of it. That's going to be the case at the 28-yard line. Yeah, pretty good little wrestling match between Hernandez and McQuillan down there. But, yeah, he dropped it when he was going down. Hernandez hitting. The ball came out. But the second time today we've had a fumble, and the ball has bounced right back into the hands. That's kind of the way the season's gone for Hastings College. Bounces right back in the hands of McQuillan. Picks up a short gain, four yards, third down, and six ball at the 29. 12 and a half to play here in the second quarter. 21-0. Northwestern already with a lead over Hastings. Third down. Quillen swings the ball out here, but Quillen grabs the ball at the 30, and he's out of bounds as uh, he runs out of bounds here on the near sideline at about the 27-yard line. That's going to be short of a first down, and then we'll see what that coach Matt McCarty elects to do here. Boy, with the, the wind to their back, I would certainly think this will be a field goal range here for Northwestern, and I think that's what the case is going to be here. Eli Stadler, or Statter, is going to come out here. His longest one has been 37. This is going to be a 46-yard field goal attempt. Ball is down. The kick is up. Certainly, he's got the length, and the field goal is good. <laughs> They're good at kicking, too. Wow. A 46-yard field goal attempt is good. And with 11 minutes and 54 seconds to play, here in quarter number two, we'll take a break with a score. The Red Raiders 24, the Broncos nothing. Comfort food meets convenience with Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill for takeout. Tasty sandwiches, tempting burgers, soups, and salads. Daily specials are posted on Bullseye's Facebook page. To see the entire menu, log on to bullseyesportsbar.com. Phone ahead, pick it up on West 2nd across from the Water Park Hastings. Take it to the comfort of your home or work. Bullseyesportsbar.com or Facebook. Then order by phone from 11 until 8, Tuesday through Friday, 4 to 8 on Saturday. Now open for dine-in with limited seating. And perhaps most importantly, the Bullseye's family thanks you for your continued support. 1230 KHAS. So uh, Eli Stater bangs home a uh, field goal there for the uh, Northwestern Red Raiders. Stater, he's a big old boy. He's six foot one. They say 235 yeah. pounds. He looks uh, a lot bigger than me. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a big cat. I, I had him down as Stadler. I thought maybe he was relation to Craig Stadler, if any of you golfers know uh, who he is, as the ball blows off the tee right before he's uh, ready to get in there. 235, that might have... I don't know how they would have got that. Maybe they, they, I think the middle digits off. I think that should be an eight and not a three. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about eight, but 
He's big. He's a big old boy. He's big, but a good kicker. He's he's as big as some of our offensive linemen. Yeah, I know it. So anyway, the, he can really kick it. He just banged home a 46-yarder. 24-0 Northwestern with a lead. Hastings with nothing so far here in the first half. There's a kickoff that's going to go in and out of the end zone. And the Broncos have come back out. They've got them with 237 yards of total offense already in this ball game. 33 for the Hastings College. Yep, nothing uh, virtually to speak of. They've had three passes, and that was with the wind at their back. Now we're going into the wind. It's a one of three passing for Johnny Z, and uh, rushing numbers just nine carries and 27 yards. They'll come out and take over at the 25. All right, so uh, we'll see what Hastings can do here in their own territory. Johnny Z with the ball. He's going to hand it away. Simonson back in there. The product out of Sutton, and he's going to find the running tough here. As he gets maybe one, two yards of the play. As he takes it behind the uh, right tackle. Hastings quickly up to the line of scrimmage now. They're going to try to quicken the pace here. Tell you what, they need some first downs. Their defense has been out there uh, a long time here today. They've got one today. Second down and nine yards to go. Line of scrimmage is the 26-yard line. Johnny Z clapping his hands. He's got the ball. Now he sprints out right side, and the pass is going to be caught here. That's a Stenhouse with the ball. Stenhouse across the 45 to the 50 inside uh, Northwestern Territory to the 49-yard line. Jesse Allrek is now in the ball game at quarterback for Hastings. Allrek completes the uh, pass there, and so Hastings has got Johnny Z on the sidelines now, and Jesse Allrek, who started the season as a quarterback for Hastings, is now in the ball game here. First down, 10 yards to go. Here's Ulrich running with the football across the 50, and he gets the ball to about the 48-yard line where he's brought down. So, Hastings College in the quarterback shuffle again. Johnny Zamora replaced here by uh, Jesse Ulrich. Tackle is made in there by the uh, Northwestern defense. That's uh, Devin Mao, the safety coming up to make the stop, a senior from uh, Sioux Center. Second down and seven yards to go. They give up three on the last play. There's a, a running plank there. There's Simonson, and he's unable to get to the corner, and he's brought down over there by Northwestern. Three or four guys out there. Simonson didn't have a prayer as he took to the short side of the field. A loss on the play of three yards, and that was third down and ten. Look in the sidelines of her uh, Hastings Johnny Z down there. No apparent injury, just uh, whatever you want to call it. Shuffle, switch, change up. Well, we didn't get anything done there. No, we weren't getting nothing done. So uh, why not roll the dice? That one there just uh, defensively, Northwestern stretched it out the far side of the field. Simonson lost three. Now it's a third and ten. Ball right at midfield on that big, beautiful red H. All right, man comes in motion. They picked the ball to him. Here's uh, Orrish with the ball. He brings it across the 50, and then he's going to be met there. That's Tanner Olson. The linebacker coming up to make this stop. He had plenty of help. Olson, the 225-pound junior from Larchwood, Iowa, making the stop there for the Red Raiders. And again, the Broncos will have to punt the football away. Nine and a half minutes to go in the second quarter. 24 to nothing. The Red Raiders with a lead. And Hastings is in the deep trouble early. Four drives for Hastings today. Three punts. And one, they uh, went out on downs for Northwestern. They've scored. Every time they've got the football, it'll be Mosier back deep to field this punt. Another good spiral up into the wind. Mosier's going to call for a fair catch at about the 15-yard line. Mosier's a guy you want to 
you want to keep tabs on where he's at. He's a speedster. He's a defensive guy, but a great return specialist for Matt McCarty. I guess they'll spot it here at the actually the 16-yard line with 9.02 left to go in the first half. Hastings College uh, trailing in the ball game. I scored a 24 to nothing. Last home game of the season for Hastings College here this year in a kind of a wild and crazy 2020. Hastings will finish up uh, the season with two road games now the next two Saturdays at Dort and at Northwestern. A couple of good football teams. 24 to nothing is the score here in Northwestern with a the lead. There's a pass thrown out here by Koima. It's going to be grabbed at the 15. It's a close to the uh, 19-yard line. That's a Cannon Flores making the reception there. He's a Nebraska boy from uh, Gretna, senior, making the uh, grab there for Northwestern, a short pickup of about three yards in a play, second down and seven yards to go. One thing you see out of this Northwestern uh, team is basically the nucleus of their squad is from Iowa. Uh, they do get a sprinkling of players around. Uh, you look at some of the other uh, teams in the G-Pack, boy, they bring them in from all over Florida, Georgia, it doesn't matter, but uh, they, uh, they like to stay home in the Hawkeye State. They've got a lot of good football players over there, as we have found out over the years. There's that Koima again, sprints out, right side, throws the ball, and that's going to be incomplete. Incomplete. The intended receiver was Michael Story. Back there in coverage was Andres Dixon for Hastings, but that one was thrown too far, incomplete pass. Stops the clock now with 8-12 remaining. In the second quarter, 24-0 Red Raiders. Again, tough to throw this football into the wind. It's even tougher to gauge how hard to throw it uh, with the, the wind of your back. And again, Coima was forced out of the pocket to the far side of the field. And Story was blazing down there, had one-on-one coverage. He was locked up pretty good, but that ball was uh, really sailed on him. Landed a good seven, eight yards past the intended receiver. So third down and seven. And now we will have play stopped. We got a timeout. Northwestern. All right, timeout brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, Hastings' only true sports bar. Located across the street from the water park on West 2nd in Hastings. We'll take a break. 8-12 remaining. Quarter number two, Northwestern 24, Hastings nothing. Comfort food meets convenience with Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill for takeout. Tasty sandwiches, tempting burgers, soups, and salads. Daily specials are posted on Bullseye's Facebook page. To see the entire menu, log on to bullseyesportsbar.com. Phone ahead, pick it up on West 2nd across from the Water Park Hastings. Take it to the comfort of your home or work. Bullseyesportsbar.com or Facebook. Then order by phone from 11 until 8, Tuesday through Friday, 4 to 8 on Saturday. Now open for dine-in with limited seating. And perhaps most importantly, the Bullseye's family thanks you for your continued support. 1230 KHAS. Nebraska right now trailing Northwestern 21-13. They've got 9 minutes and 52 seconds to play in the fourth quarter. So the Huskers down by 8 points, but Nebraska driving right now at the uh, Northwestern three-yard line. 24 to nothing is our score here. Northwestern leading Hastings College. Corma throws a uh, pass over here. It's going to be caught. McQuillan has got the ball, but Hastings right out here defensively and stops him at the 16-yard line. So they got one of those uh, throwback passes here as they come back to uh, McQuillan. Hastings right there defensively. Good job by the Broncos. That is the second pass play today that is the Bronco defense has brought the uh, the receiver down behind the line of scrimmage. That was a loss of three. So now the punter into the football game is going to be Snyder. Jaden Snyder averaging 34 yards a kick. 
he shouldn't have any problem getting getting that average here. And now they're uh, Tony's trying to get his return man back there a little deeper. Austin White is the return man, and it's going to be over his head. Now it's going to bounce, and it's going to go oh, into the end zone. Now the line of scrimmage was the 19-16 yard line. That was an 80, let's see, 83-yard kick. <laughs> yeah, that didn't happen a lot. An 83-yard punt. Talk about switching fields. Yeah, switching yeah, flip, flip the, flip the field. field. Yeah, flip the field, and you put this good Northwestern defense back on the field, but. Boy, you see so many guys do that rugby-style kick. And uh, Snyder there, a left-footed booter, run that off to the uh, near side, got that away, and a nice high spiral, and then you let the wind take over, and wow. Now we've got Johnny Z back in the game. <laughs> All right, so Zamora wins the the lottery this time, now throws the ball to a Breton Bell. Bell grounds it across the 25, down to the 27-yard line. I think it's a quarter. A quarter on the sidelines. They flip a quarter at the end of each series, and the call was heads by Johnny Z, so he gets he gets his shot. That was a pass play to Bell. That was an, about a nine-yard pass and catch, so it'll bring him up there a second down and one right at the 29. Johnny Z's going to hand the ball away on the second down and short, and he's going to be close to the uh, first down stakes. We, we hesitate because these things is depleted at uh, running back here. We're seeing some new guys out there where he sings that are really not on the, the depth chart. That's how depleted they are. In fact, I don't even have a number zero on my roster. Uh, six and a half minutes to go here in quarter number two. He sings is trailing 24 to nothing here in this ball game. Johnny Z carrying the ball there. It's going to be uh, stacked up. Not a whole lot of game there. Yeah, going to be a personal foul on Northwestern here. They roughed Zamora up. He comes out of that with his hat off. Got to have your cap on, Johnny Z. That's going to lead to an injury. They'll have to come out of the game for a play here. So Ulrich will come in, and we will get the call here. Taking a while. Here it comes. Defense, number two, face mask. 15-yard penalty, automatic first down. Number three can remain in the game. All right, Lorenzo Jones. As the guy's going to be whistled for the uh, personal foul. That is the first penalty on Northwestern here today. I don't know if it's any relation to Tom Jones. Or Smarty Jones. Yeah. Or Ricky Lee Jones. Or Kathleen, Catherine Zeta Jones. First down, 10 yards to go. Kind of end of that point of the game, aren't we? I, I'm fearful what the the recap uh, the towards the end of this will be, but they bring the football all the way up to midfield. We yeah, got into the Jones. Uh, the Jones is all year long. Yeah, what do we got here? Play is uh, being held up here momentarily. Officials setting the football right to 50. Bronco football today on 1230 KHIS and online at Hastingslink.com. Online again with the Hastings College streaming services. As uh, we continue on throughout the uh, 2020 football season, Simonson gets the call there. Simonson across the 50, maybe to the 49-yard line. Just hasn't been a lot of room, a lot of lanes up there for our running backs to run against. This is a very good Northwestern defense, and the Hastings... Uh, Front five having a problem moving the bodies up there. 16 rushing plays here today, just 35 yards. The longest play from scrimmage has been a nine-yard Zamora run in the first quarter. 
Second down, nine yards to go here. Hastings has inched the ball now in the Northwestern Territory at the 49. Johnny Z throws the ball. Look at how the wind took that football. Yeah, incomplete. Uh, the receiver cut in, and the pass was thrown out toward the sidelines. Incomplete pass there. It's going to bring up a third down and nine situation now. Third down and nine for Hastings with the ball at the 49-yard line. Of Northwestern trailing in the ball game 24 to nothing with five minutes and 32 seconds to play here in quarter number two. Zamora with the ball. Look out. Backside pressure coming up. The throw to the near side is going to be incomplete. Back in coverage there for the Northwestern Red Raiders with Jalen Gramstad. Passes incomplete there. Intended receiver was. Dylan Hawk, who is into the ball game now, a freshman out of Bennington, Nebraska. Hastings has got a couple of guys uh, sitting out today. Griffin Roberts is uh, not available today. Lane Eikonen is not available today. A couple of wide receivers for Hastings. We're going to see some new guys in there throughout this ball game here today. Incomplete pass there. So now it's fourth down and nine, and Hastings will have to punt the ball again. This one, Northwestern may have got a little piece of that one. It goes straight in the air. And it's going to go out of bounds. Now, a lot of scrimmage was the 49. They're going to mark this baby at about the uh, 33. That could be win-related, too, Jimmy. A 16-yard yeah. punt there. Yeah, yeah. I don't think anybody uh, got in there very close. I don't know. Coach Harp grabs uh, Jason Bockel as he comes off the, the field. Harp is a special teams specialist down there. It is very tough to kick into a win like this. You've got to hit that football just right. Bockel's hit four of them today as good as you can with a, a low driving spiral, but that one there kind of went off the side of his foot, so Northwestern takes over at their own 34. All right, Cornwell's going to hand the ball away again. They just keep the machine running here across the 40 out to the 42-yard line. That's uh, Connor McQuillan again carrying the ball there. McQuillan's going to pick up enough for a first down, I do believe. Yeah, pick up a Nope, just nine yards, second down in the yard, so they really have a down here to play with. Second down in the yard, the ball is down here at the 43-yard line of Northwestern. Ten carries, 50 yards for McQuillan in the game. Northwestern right to left here in the second quarter, south to north. They've got the one to their back with 4.43 to play. 24-0 Northwestern with a lead. Wide receivers left and right. Here's a handoff there. Across the 45 to the uh, 47-yard line. Running the football there is Logan Meyer. So Meyer gives McQuillan a little bit of a breather here. Picks him up and up for a first down as they bring the ball to the 48-yard line officially. But still enough for a fresh center downs. Four and a half to go here in the second quarter. Northwestern has moved the ball to their own 48-yard line. And uh, one of the very few teams that Jimmy mentioned that actually Huddle offensively. They get up to the line of scrimmage now. Still with 13 on the play clock. First and 10 from the 48-yard line. McQuillan fakes the ball, throws it across the middle. It's going to be caught here across the 40 down to the 36-yard line. That is a Solberg making the reception again for the uh, Red Raiders. Tackle made in there by the uh, Broncos defensively. Max Rupert coming up to make the stop, but not before. The pass is completed for a first down. They moved the ball in the Hastings College territory down here at the 36-yard line. First down, number 12 for Northwestern in the football game, just three for Hastings College. Passing numbers for Coima, again, over 2,000 yards coming into the game. He's thrown for 139 and a touchdown, and now we've got play halted. 
The wind blowing so hard, it blew the ball away before the center could get his hands on it, blew downfield a couple of yards. The official respots it, and we'll have a first down call. Here they're going to hand the ball away again, just uh, dancing his way through the hole. is going to be Logan Meyer. He brings it across the 35 down to the 33-yard line as the winds continue to howl here this afternoon. Tackle was made by Chance Bolin of these things on a defensive line, the uh, senior out of Escalon, California. A pickup of three yards in a play, second down and seven. The ball at the 33 of Hastings College. Trips sit out wide to the right side. You're going to have uh, McQuillan in the backfield now, just off of the left hip of Koima. Now we got a whistle and a stoppage of play. We're going to have a uh, foul called here. Be offsides against Hastings. All right, the officials, there's the preliminary indication. Defense, number nine. Five-yard penalty. Second down. Steel Willis. Ruled for being outside there defensively, so it's now going to bring up a second down and two situation. The ball is down here at the 28-yard line of Hastings. So Northwestern, and they haven't punted yet today, have they? Uh, yes, they have. One punt? Had that 83-yard yep, punt. That's right. Uh, one punt today for Northwestern. Hastings has punted several times, like four times so far here in this ball game. And now we have got a timeout. Timeout Broncos. This timeout is brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Hastings' only true sports bar located across the street from the water park on West 2nd in Hastings. We'll take a break. 2.48 to play, second quarter. Northwestern 24, Hastings nothing. Comfort food meets convenience with Bullseye's Sports Bar and Grill for takeout. Tasty sandwiches, tempting burgers, soups, and salads. Daily specials are posted on Bullseye's Facebook page. To see the entire menu, log on to bullseyesportsbar.com. Phone ahead, pick it up on West 2nd across from the Water Park Hastings. Take it to the comfort of your home or work. Bullseyesportsbar.com or Facebook. Then order by phone from 11 until 8, Tuesday through Friday, 4 to 8 on Saturday. Now open for dine-in with limited seating. And perhaps most importantly, the Bullseye family thanks you for your continued support 1230 khas northwestern leading nebraska 21 to 13 two and a half minutes to play the huskers were down there my last update they were down in the three yard line and did not score so second down here and second down and two koima throws the ball man wide open and he overthrows him and, again, you can blame the win there yeah. because that, that would have been a touchdown there. Solberg was in the end zone, but uh, was overthrown. Solberg couldn't catch up with the football. An incomplete pass. Just looking at a number back uh, deep. That was uh, Max Rupert. Rupert with uh, an interception uh, on the season. He was trying to run stride for stride with Solberg. That didn't work out so well. But, again, uh, Coima just got that ball up in the air, and Solberg, Made a diving attempt. He ended up in the grass berm up on the uh, the end of the, the north side. Falls incomplete. Third down and short here for Northwestern. All right, so Tyson Koima now going to run the football himself, and he's going to have the first down and more across the 25 to the 20, inside the 20-yard line to about the 18. So they convert on the third and short there. Another first down for the Red Raiders of Northwestern. They've got it now in the Bronco red zone. 13 first downs for Coima rushing the football. I've got him for six carries now and 75 yards, so he's nearing the 100-yard mark. He's thrown for 139, 
And he's got his team set up in the Bronco red zone again at the 18-yard line. Kwame stands in the pocket. Now he runs the ball, makes it look easy. Across the 20, he gets it back to the line of scrimmage to the 18. Northwestern on third down efficiency today, two out of four. Hastings is 0 out of five. Thus, the score, 24-0. The Red Raiders have the lead here over the Broncos. Hastings playing their final home game of the 2020 season here in this afternoon. They'll finish up with two road games at Dort and at North uh, Morningside the next two weekends. Three wide receivers split out to the right side of the formation. Story will come to the left now. Here's a corner with the ball, and again, they blow this baby dead. We have a, a penalty here against the Red Raiders. So a penalty here on Northwestern with 93 seconds to play here in the second quarter. Well, you talk about third down efficiency. It it doesn't hurt when an offense averages uh, over seven yards a play here in the first half. They were at eight and a half after the first quarter, and now they are setting right about seven yards per play. Our little buddy out there getting an explanation from the white cap just outside the numbers. Another team having trouble this year, Jim Harbaugh. I just happened to scroll along the ESPN scoreboard and Harbaugh getting drilled by Indiana. Number 78. That foul occurred with under two minutes to go in the half. The ball will be stopped. All right, it's going to be an illegal procedure call here against uh, Northwestern. So now it's going to be uh, second down and 16. So it could be uh, trouble in uh, Wolverine territory. Yeah, second penalty for Northwestern here today, and they look at a second down and 16. Ball back at the 24-yard line. Here's Quima. He backs up again. He throws it across the middle. That's going to be incomplete. A lot of contact down there looking for a penalty flag. Don't see one. So incomplete pass. Coming across the middle there, that's going to be Cannon of Flores, the intended receiver. Threw it into really double coverage, and like I said, a lot of uh, contact down there, but no flag. That's going to bring up a third down situation. Third down and 16 yards to go. Red Raiders now three out of five on third down efficiency. So see what they can do here on a third and long. Third and 16, trying to dial something up here. Nice and Koima in the, the set here as he fires it across the middle. It's going to be too high. Trying to get it to Story, thrown high. Back in coverage was Audrey Dixon for the Hastings secondary. And now Stater comes back out. He already hit a 46-yard field goal in this quarter. He's going to set her down here at the 31. This will be a 41-yard field goal. He certainly had the distance. As we said, he had a 46-yarder earlier in this quarter. So, Stater into the ball game. Here comes the field goal. That's going to be up there, and it's going to be good. So, Eli Stater drills a couple of field goals here in this second quarter of play. This one from 41 yards out. One minute, 19 seconds to play in quarter number two. We'll take a break with a score, Northwestern 27, Hastings nothing. You're listening to Bronco Football. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. 
1230 KHAS. Challenge football for you today here on 1230 KHAS on Also online with the Hastings College streaming services again as we wrap up the home portion of our schedule for 2020 here this afternoon. Kind of a wild and uh, wacky season here. 27 to nothing is our score. Northwestern with a lead. There's the kickoff, and that's going to sail over into the adjoining county. And Hastings College will come back out here after the touchback and try to get something going here at the end of the second quarter of play. You know, I'm always kind of entertained with the uh, coaching staff that's always stationed right to the left of us in this uh, big booth here at, at Lloyd Wilson Field. There just doesn't seem to be a whole lot of worry. We watched the Morningside staff in games down here. They sit back and eat M&Ms and drink some sodas and really don't have a care in the world. It's kind of the way the Northwestern coaching staff really not uh, worrying the world here as Hastings comes out on a first down call. Jesse Ulrich back into the ball game now at the quarterback for Hastings. He throws a pass that's going to be caught over there on the far side. Sam Marsh, I think, made the reception over there, a pickup. A uh, short pickup of about three yards in a play, second down, and seven yards to go. Marsh had a good ball game last week up at uh, Jamestown. That is a ball that's going to be picked off. That's going to be picked off on this next play. Here comes a Northwestern with the ball across the 50, down to the sideline 40 at the 30-yard line, at the 20, down to the 15, and he's finally brought down. Judge just kind of threw that one up there, and uh, Jake Wynott picks it off there. That's his third interception of the season for Northwestern, and now with 43 seconds to play, Northwestern has a chance to put some more points on the board. Yeah, you just can't throw a football up into the wind and not have any intended receiver. There was a couple of Broncos in the area, three defensive backs for Northwestern, and that was just easy. 47 yards on the return. And now you've got Northwestern offense coming out with inside a minute at 43 seconds left to go. They got a first and 10 at the Bronco 11-yard line. A nice return by a line out. And now you give this Northwestern offense a chance to put her in the end zone again just before the break. Coming back out is going to be a Quema. He backs up again. No pressure whatsoever. There's a pass that's going to be caught. Story with the ball at the 10. Story goes to the 5. Story inside the 5 to the 3. He's knocked out of that bounce. Could not get squared up to take it into the end zone. He's run out of bounds at the 3-yard line. There's still 35 seconds to play. Northwestern looks as good as any team. I think in, in the G-Pack. Certainly the teams that we have seen. They are a much, much better team. <laughs> Yeah, well, we haven't seen the good ones yet. Dort used to be the doormat of the conference. They're not anymore. They are a great team. These teams out of Iowa, they mean business. They are they are good, good teams, and we'll see Morningside in a couple of weeks. There's a uh, Wildcat. Wildcat and going into the end zone and scoring there. That was way too easy. Scoring in there on the uh, Wildcat formation for a Northwestern was uh, Drake Brezina. A reserve running back out of uh, Washington, Iowa. So Brazina takes it into the end zone for the score on the Wildcat, and it's 33 to nothing. Northwestern has got the lead. Yeah, untouched there. Two plays, 11 yards, very easy. And now into the game is uh, Stater, the big kicking specialist, and he gets into the football. It is down, it is up, and it is good. So the mistake by Ulrich cost the Broncos a touchdown, and now with 30 seconds left to go, Till halftime, it's Northwestern 34, Hastings College nothing. As uh, well, hold on a minute. We've got a 
a Bronco player down, maybe be a good time to take a break here. I think that's uh, well, I couldn't get a number there. That is uh, <laughs> it won't take Chance Bowl, Chance Bowling down. They, they're going to get him up. We'll take a break. On a winning sports team, all the players work together and good things happen. And this sports broadcast on Platte River Radio happens because of a strong local team. The businesses you hear during this game know the value of advertising their message to sports fans. Our sponsors tell their story to thousands of Central Nebraska listeners every week. That helps their business grow and it makes these broadcasts possible. We'd love to have you join our sports sponsorship team. Go to platteriverradio.com slash advertise and get in the game with us. 1230 KHAS. Hastings challenged with only 76 yards of total offense so far in this first half of play. They have fallen behind Northwestern to score 34 to nothing here in the second quarter. 30 seconds to play. Talk about yardage uh, in this football game. 143 unofficially on the ground for Northwestern. Just almost a mirror image in the passing game from Coima. I've got him at 147 on the afternoon, already 23 pass attempts. They say you have a hard time and you can't play good football if you try to throw it all the time in a in a lot of wind. Well, they're doing a pretty good job of it. They've got a 34 to nothing lead. They bring a guy in here going to hold the, the football down for Stater. All right, so he sings down here in the ball game, suffering an interception on their last series. Here's the kickoff. It's going to go through the end zone again. Everybody kicking in this direction, having a great success with the winds of blowing here this afternoon. They were out of the south at about 20 when we started. They certainly look like they have continued to pick up throughout the day so far. Boy, look at the flags in the end zone. Well, it's supposed to continue to pick up through the course of the day and Blow around 50-mile-an-hour gusts tomorrow. That sounds wonderful. Yeah, beautiful day. Here's uh, Hastings' offense back out here. Johnny Z back out there for Hastings at quarterback. Hands the ball away across the uh, 25 to the 30, out to about the 32-yard line. So a good run there. Unfortunately, it's probably going to be the uh, last play of the second quarter. Hastings up there at the uh, line of scrimmage now with 10 seconds, 9 seconds. The Broncos... Getting ready to run one more play here on second down and three yards to go from the 32-yard line. Zamora waiting. Zamora claps his hands. A high snap. And that's half. They're going to blow this one. Uh, that's the end of the first half. Yeah, he didn't get the, uh, the play away, so the first half comes to an end here this afternoon. It's been all Northwestern in this football game. The Red Raiders, they knew they were going to be tough, but they look very, very good here this afternoon. They've got the lead over Hastings College at halftime. Northwestern 34, Hastings nothing. You're listening to Bronco Football. Whatever the Midwest weather brings, you can rely on a York comfort system to keep your home comfortable all year. York systems are smarter, more connected, and more efficient than ever before, cutting your energy costs by as much as 50%. Plus, all York residential products have some of the best warranties in the industry. Your York Midwest dealer is Rutz Heating and Air in Hastings and Kearney. Go to rutsheating.com, proudly serving the entire Tri-City area. Learn how you can move up to a new line of comfort and efficiency for your home. 
Five Points Bank of Hastings has again been awarded a five-star rating by Bauer Financial Research. We know our customers appreciate having their local community bank at the top of safety and soundness ratings. We are very proud of the five-star designation and will work hard to maintain this level of excellence. Knowing our community and knowing our customers, it's what sets a community bank apart from others. Five Points Bank of Hastings, member FDIC. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. The Halftime Show is brought to you by the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care since 1963 at 1021 West 14th Street in Hastings. All right, back here at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field, all Northwestern here in the first two quarters. The Red Raiders with a lead by a score of 34 to nothing. I mean, really, uh, Hastings has... Got nothing going offensively, and we give Northwestern all these chances. We haven't forced them to punt other than, uh, what, one one time here in the first half at Northwestern. They look like a well-oiled machine, 34-0. They've got the lead. Yeah, they look like a, like a souped-up hot rod, don't they, today? They uh, they are a powerful football team. The Northwestern coaching staff talking in the north end zone down there. I'm sure that's uh, where they're going to eat. Uh, dinner tonight i'm sure they're not really concerned about things as they're making this look very easy as i said earlier really looking like a scrimmage here today unfortunately against our broncos get you some halftime numbers brought to you by hastings college make a difference in the lives of hastings college students and faculty make a financial contribution refer a student to hastings college participate in alumni events or hire a student or recent graduate as an intern or employee find out more at hastings.e D-U. For Northwestern, in that first half, we talked about a lot of offense here in this first half. Northwestern with 272 yards of total offense in the football game on 44 offensive plays. They're passing numbers by Tyson Coima, 15 of 23, no interceptions. Coima's got one touchdown in the football game. Northwestern's rushed it 21 times for 146 yards. They've got 16 first downs. Look on down the the sheet here. They've had one punt. They got it listed at 84 yards officially. No fumbles lost in the game. They've had two penalties for 20 yards and 19-22 time of possession. They've got 19-22. Hastings has 7-26 in the first half. Individual leaders rushing. It is uh, Tyson Coima with 79 yards on seven carries. He's got a touchdown rushing. Connor McQuillan has nine carries and 49 yards. Receiving leaders, it's uh, Michael Story, four catches, 40 yards, and he'll match Shane Solberg with three catches and 40 yards. Jaden Snyder has averaged 84 yards a kick. (laughs) Just one punt for 84 yards. Anyway, uh, tackle leaders is uh, Brett Mosier with five total and Noah Vanthoff with four tackles in the first half of action. For Hastings College, 
just 83 yards of total offense in the first half on 25 offensive plays for Hastings. The two quarterbacks, we flip-flopped on coin tosses to see who goes in. They are four of nine passing with an interception, no touchdowns for 40 yards. The rushing attack, really not much there either. 16 carries and 43 yards, thus giving the Broncos 83 yards of total offense. They have had four punts today by Jason Bockel, averaging 31.3, mostly all of those into this stiff breeze. Broncos hit with one penalty is all in the uh, first half, just five yards against 726 of time of possession. Rushing leaders, not a whole lot. Brett Simonson, 12 carries, just 26 yards. Receiving leaders, Brenton Bell has two catches for 13, and uh, Coyote Stenhouse has one for 23. Leaders in the uh, clubhouse, uh, as far as tackles go, Max Rupert, they've got him for five. They've got Titus Clay for five and Chance Bullen for four. But uh, you're exactly right, Mike. You knew this. You just had to try to figure out how to stop the freight train. And we are not any different than any other teams in the uh, G-Pack that have played Northwestern this year. They are a tough customer, and uh, they are a very, very good football team uh, again this year. 34 to nothing is our score at halftime. Hastings College is trailing Northwestern. We'll take a break and come back. You're listening to the Halftime Show on 1230 KHAS. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. Hi, back here at uh, halftime. It's uh, Northwestern with a lead over Hastings College today. The score is 34 to nothing. We'll get you some uh, football scores coming up here across the conference and across the nation. Wanted to spend a couple of minutes with uh, B.J. Pumroy. He's the athletic director at uh, Hastings College. And, uh, B.J., good to see you again. Hey, Mike, good to see you again, too, man. Back to, for the final home game of the 2020 season. And the season kind of went by fast here. Obviously, it was uh, much different because of the COVID issues. We lost a couple of non-conference games early, but... I think we're going to get to the end of the football season. It looks like we'll make it to the end. Yeah, we've got uh, this one and then two roadies. And, you know, we only had a one-week backup due to COVID. And really things have worked out pretty well for us as the year goes. Yeah, well, we've had our problems like everybody else uh, with COVID. We've had uh, some postponements, I think, in volleyball, uh, basically, for the most part. Uh, some other issues uh, throughout the campus, but we're weathering the storm. They're going to get to the postseason, I think. We're going to get to the postseason, yeah. The uh, end of the regular season, the last date anybody can make up soccer, volleyball games to the 21st of November, uh, football to the 28th. And uh, I think everybody's going to get all their football games in. Uh, it's going to be close on volleyball, and soccer might be close that way too. But all in all, um, timing-wise, what we tried to do has seemed to work out. Let's talk about a couple of other things on campus. I know uh, this week we had an announcement regarding uh, women's wrestling, which will be starting uh, next year for Hastings College. We're going to join as an affiliate member uh, to the KCAC. Yeah, the Kansas Collegiate Athletic Conference is our neighbor to the south, and as the GPAC doesn't sponsor women's wrestling, uh, but does have members uh, from not only the KCAC, but they have some affiliate members in both the Heart of America Conference, kind of our neighbor to the south and east, and and Jamestown and Midland, both from our conference, are part of the KCAC as affiliate members for wrestling. And in wrestling, you 
basically have to go through a conference championship to get spots into the national championship. And we were fortunate. Uh, the KCAC was interested in having us as an affiliate member. And basically the affiliate membership in that is to compete in their conference tournament. And the conference tournament determines how many bids go to the national championship. And with uh, Cara Romica, our head ruins wrestling coach, she's a former champion in the KCAC. So a nice uh, playback for her to get to go someplace she competed in now to be a coach in as well. So we've uh, we've hired a coach for uh, women's wrestling. Uh, what about the the recruitment of players here? Women's wrestling, we've got nine females out there. Uh, there's ten weight classes, and you know, really, we'd hope to get ten. But that was a pretty ambitious goal when we didn't have a coach hired until February. But Coach Ramica did a heck of a job getting kids from uh, you know around the nation basically to fill out a roster with a product unknown. Uh, we've got kids from Arizona, Utah, uh, Colorado. Um, Idaho. Um, so we've got them from pretty far. And, you know, she's working in the Nebraska market too, where last year, you know, they had the coaches association championship for women, girls wrestling at the high school level. Uh, and she tuned into all that. So not only did she see the seniors of that year, but the juniors and sophomores too. And I know we've got some interested folks. We'd like to get some local kids, but uh, when I'm talking with her right now, some of those kids are just not familiar with the idea they can go wrestle in college as well. So she's working those angles too. And uh, I was really impressed with the talent at the at the girls' state meet last year, and I think it'll just keep getting better and better. Uh, women's wrestling is something that's really uh, coming on. Uh, like I said, you don't see it a lot in, in the high school ranks, but it's starting to pick up steam. I know it's a very popular down in Kansas. It is, and, and Mike, I, I can't remember if I told you this, but last year watching junior high wrestling, uh, or middle school wrestling, uh, a couple of the Grand Island schools had a lot of females out on the roster. Um, I'm sorry, it's the purple and white high school, I can't remember which, or middle school, I can't remember which one, but they had about 16 females on their roster for middle school wrestling. Uh, there were some from some of the other locales close to us too. Uh, um, and so I know, again, when they see the chance for a championship competition and the state of Nebraska likes wrestling and, and we're going to see a lot of that pay off because, you know, frankly, uh, you know, as a basketball player, it helps to be tall. <laughs> some of the uh, students uh, that are coming along through the grades are probably not going to be as tall as uh, what the populace has been in nebraska and so that gives them a chance to be in something that uh combative sport that uh, plays well with their families and something they're interested in the women's wrestling coming to uh hastings college beginning uh next year the, the 2020 2021 season how many like uh duels or tournaments and things are we looking at we're, we're about 10 uh we can go a little bit more than that but right now i just got to note our first tournament uh at the uh, Central Christian College of Kansas uh, has been canceled because of the COVIDs. Um, you know, we do have some local ones. Uh, we've got York uh, to go there. Uh, Midland, of course. Uh, Jamestown, who's in our league for everything. We go there for the KCAC championships. Uh, or, I'm sorry, they host the national championships, but also a, another kind of national dual tournament, too. So, you know, we, we've got some areas close to us where we're not traveling from, you know, here to Winnipeg or something like, well, I guess James, that's close to Winnipeg. Yeah, close to the Canadian border. Yeah, <laughs> University of Southern Canada. Um, so, uh, you know, they get that chance to compete, you know, locally, but also, you know, to have kind of a full schedule. And of course, with wrestling, you know, you've got your team, but you also have the individuals. So a fair amount of the opens and things, it's just the students in their individual weight classes uh, competing that way. And then we do have duels lined up where we'll try to pull a, as big a lineup as we can out there. So we're talking with B.J. Pumroy. He's the athletic director at uh, Hastings College, trying to get up to speed and what's uh, going on here. I know uh, men's volleyball is another sport we've kind of agreed to uh, begin here soon. Has that been kind of put on the back burner? We've or? put that on the back burner. Uh, we're not going to start it for next year. Uh, we just don't think we have the time and, and 
tendencies of what is in our recruiting funnel to make that happen for next year. But uh, it's not something that's you know we're putting away forever. Uh, just don't think that next year is the right time to start it because you know last year we tried hiring a coach in February in essence and, and it was just too late. And as we look at this year, and we had some kids in the funnel when we announced, hey, we're going to start men's volleyball, but just not enough that we could make a squad. So we want to give kind of a full year push to it, uh, which most places do when they start a program. They'll hire a coach, give them a full school year to recruit to get a team in place for the following school year. And so we're not ready to make that jump quite yet. But again, we also know, I mean, the state tournament's going on in girls' volleyball. Nebraska likes their volleyball. And to see the men's game where it's very few rallies. It is uh, dig, spike, kill, dig, spike, kill. That's it. You know, so um, I think our folks uh, for kind of a winter, spring sport, another chance. I mean, when the weather's not great in February and March, and, I, you know, I love baseball and softball and track and other outdoor sports, but that'll give another opportunity to go see something for our community members and our students and our fans that, you know, volleyball in a time when the gym is kind of not used that much, it'll be a great spot to build some more community support and see something that folks aren't used to. Both of those sports, uh, you're really going after a kids that we probably would not have on campus and that's the whole idea you're not going to recruit uh men's volleyball and uh, uh women's wrestling those those types of uh students to this campus and that's the whole idea that's the idea campus. to differentiate make a different marketplace i mean the idea that you know we will need volleyball players from around the country uh, chicago's a good hotbed wisconsin uh pennsylvania of course, California and Arizona are also good places for volleyball players, and we do have some sort of a pipeline through Arizona for some of our athletes. You see them on the football team and on the baseball team and some of our other sports, and you know, we presume that volleyball is going to be another one that comes through there. And so we look forward to that, just not quite yet. So the winter sports season is already underway, at least the Hastings Challenge men's basketball team. I think they're playing their fourth game of the season here yep. already the, this afternoon in uh, Concordia. Yes. They, they were able to pick up a win last night. They're playing again uh, this afternoon. In fact, their ball game should be about over by now. So, As a matter of fact, they defeated Imas Bible College. Yeah, it's a Bible College. Yeah, so. 106-64. So, I mean, we're averaging over 100 points this year. Yeah. So, If you like offense, uh, the, the men's basketball team is off to a great start. They're yeah. putting some points on the board. Yeah, out of four games, we're over 103 of them and a 90 in the other one. So, yeah, I mean, we're it's it's uh, old ABA style maybe. You know, there's a lot of running and gunning and shooting threes. And mm-hmm. so it's been exciting so far. And, of course, you know, we had a lot of seniors on last year's team. Of course, we had Mason Heemstead uh, uh, as, our, as our freshman that was just a tremendous tremendous freshman in the conference and uh we've got a few other uh newcomers but uh you know a couple transfers in and just the idea that uh some of the other kids have stepped up their game now that they're counted on more and so we're scoring a lot of points and uh you know anytime you're over 100 how long can that last yeah. well let's make it last as long as we can man i, I like their chances that we're going to average over 100 points a game so the, the men's team uh sitting at three and one on the season Women's team, uh, they're going to play, but th- their schedule's kind of moved back a little bit. Yeah, it's been moved back. We're scheduled Peru State away for a non-conference on Friday. Uh, we were supposed to open our conference schedule with College of St. Mary's this when, on upcoming Wednesday. Uh, College of St. Mary's played a team that had someone with the COVIDs, and that put them into quarantine. Um, I, you know, the indoor sports, it's going to be tougher. I know I had a, kind of an email chain with some of the other GPAC ADs and some of the other uh, – Conference members had not conference games with uh, North Star opponents and uh, North Star opponents. A couple of them got one player positive on their basketball team. And that basically the whether it's the health department or school, they shut down the whole team. Again, the indoor spots, you know, compared to outdoor, uh, you're just going to have more contact and more close contact and some of those things. And all in all, we want to keep people healthy. I get it. It's frustrating. And, and you know, most kids who even have it at the college age are going to be OK physically, just have some, you know, probably mild symptoms. But 
you never know which grandma or grandpa is going to be in the arena. You never know which, uh, you know, other person. And again, we, we don't understand everything about this virus yet. And we want to keep people safe and healthy. Probably uh, for Bronco basketball fans, things are going to change rapidly, probably day to day. So if people want to know uh, when the, the Bronco men or the Bronco women are playing, just just go to the Hastings College website and yeah. Adam will try to keep that up to date. I'm sure. Yeah, we keep it up to date really well. I know, again, we, we talked about if you print off your schedule in October, you're going to show up when no one's around yeah, quite a few times. So I, I've already had to redo my schedule a couple of times. So <laughs> No, it's uh, HastingsBroncos.com, and we have all the updates on there. Um, and, again, sometimes we know it in advance, and sometimes we know it like it could be the day of. I mean, we've had last week with the men's tournament, we had a team that uh, had some positive pops on Tuesday, and we weren't sure as of, you know, they had to get tested at one point. It was going to be on Friday. It was like, you're going to test and then come up? Or, okay, they got to move it up to Thursday and everything came out okay. And that's, you know, that's fine. That's Each place has their own way of doing things. But, yeah, it could be, you know, I've seen some looking around the country. There's been some places they go to get on the bus and somebody goes like, uh-oh, we've yeah. got three kids with fever and two kids who can't taste and smell. We can't bring a team down there. So that's uh, what's going on. Anything else uh, happening as we uh, gear up for the uh, winter sports season and hopefully keep our fingers crossed here? Yeah, and you know, our men's wrestling team, we didn't talk too much about that, but we've got a new, very energetic uh, coach, Josh Erickson, who had a lot of history at the University of Nebraska Kearney with all their successes there. Uh, You know, he's taken kind of what he was given as a team, but he's working on some mid-year transfers. Uh, Last week, the NAI decided that all fall and winter sports this season won't count against their season of competition, so we may have some transfers in the semester, and that idea that the season doesn't count mimics the NCAA and the the junior college circuit. So uh, basically all the players, as opposed to having four seasons and ten semesters, uh, now are basically five school years and... Who knows how many semesters? It's going to be weird, man. Yeah, Tony and I kind of talked about this when we got together this week. He kind of it informed me of the rules. So you're going to say all these football players out here, they're going to have a chance to come back. Even if uh, they are seniors, they have a chance to, to maybe come back if they want to next year. Then. Well, and we think about this this way. Our kids are designed. We want to graduate our student athletes. And if a kid is going to graduate in four years, we don't want to put the pressure on them to come back and incur, you know, frankly, more debt as a student. Uh, and, you know, obviously it's going to be their choice, but the kids, especially in our fall sports where you're going to like, you're going to graduate in four years in the summer or four years in the fall. Hey, now you get a chance to play that fifth season too. So uh, we have that chance to let the student athletes make that determination. But again, we're not going to pressure kids saying, Hey, we got to have you back. We got to have you back. You're going to go another $25,000 in debt uh, by, you know, going to school for another semester. That's not our goal at all. Okay, buddy. Good seeing you again. We'll see Thanks you around again, Mike. the winter sports scene. Huh? All right. Sounds good. All right. B.J. Pumroy, who's the uh, athletic director at Hastings College. That's the halftime show. We've got the second half coming up. Hastings trailing in this ballgame in Northwestern at the break. It's the Red Raiders 34. The Broncos nothing. You're listening to Bronco football. The Halftime Show has been brought to you by the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care since 1963 at 1021 West 14th Street in Hastings. Stay tuned. The second half is straight ahead on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, KHAS Radio. I like small towns. This is home to me. I can't imagine being anywhere else. There's a sense of, of camaraderie, helping whenever you can. We are more caring because of that, because, you know, we want to do the best for our neighbors and our friends. When you hear that you have metastatic breast cancer, you get knocked down and either you stay down or you pick yourself up and you keep going. 
We are Nebraskans, and we are ultimately a family. It goes from there. Carlene is one of those that says, just do it, and who will talk and who will joke with you and who will uh, cry with you. One of the things that I truly love about Mary Lanning is that we are an independent hospital. We don't have somebody out in California telling us how to run our hospital. At Mary Lanning, we can make things happen. I'm Carlene Springer, and I'm a Nebraskan at heart. 1230 KHAS. I'm Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell. Producer and engineer Stephanie Brubaker back here in the Osborne Sports Complex. Second half is underway. Kickoff uh, obviously goes through the end zone again. Hastings College will get her down the touchback, and the third quarter is underway. Hastings is trailing in the ball game by a score of 34 to nothing, and Jesse Ulrich is going to get the start at quarterback for Hastings here in the second half of play, and a running play there uh, goes for Zulcho. Nothing whatsoever. No gain in a play, second down, and 10 yards to go. Yeah, just unfortunately some things never change, and uh, we go in the locker room, come right back out, a running play. Loss, or actually uh, no gain there for Hastings College, so a tough start here. We'll see what uh, Jesse can do here, second down of 10. Yeah, just 83 yards of a total offense for Hastings so far. They faked the ball. Now Jesse runs her around the left end here. He's going to pick up one, maybe two yards on the play, so... 83 yards of total offense for Hastings in this ball game. 272 so far for uh, Northwestern. The Red Raiders have had to putt only one time so far today. And Hastings has gotten nothing done offensively. And the Bronco defense has not been able to stop a high-powered offense here from uh, Orange City, Iowa. Thus the score, 34-0. Hastings is trailing here in the ball game. Jesse Ulrich has got the ball dances and now he's trying wow. to get outside and he's going to be brought down. Good defensive play. He is uh, sacked in the ball game. as uh, three plays and out getting through there was uh, Brett Mosier, a, a linebacker there for Northwestern. Mosier is six foot three, 238 pound senior from Rock Valley, Iowa. Again, the uh, Nebraska football team today, they lost to Northwestern. Final score was 21 to 13 so the Huskers they dropped to 0-2 on the season. Nebraska, I thought they had a good chance to maybe win that ball game today in Evanston. Didn't happen. 21-13, Northwestern wins in that ball game today. There's the punt going to be fielded by Northwestern. They make the fair catch at the 50-yard line. And now you're going to give Northwestern a uh, short field here. Already with a 34 to nothing lead in this ball game. Yeah, we talk about that. I was just a... Uh... Scratching down uh, some notes here on, uh, but to go back that last offensive play, Parker Fryer was in there, and a good thing they didn't hand it a ball off to Simonson. He buried Simonson about three yards deep in the backfield. Again, our offensive line having a tremendous uh, tough day here against this uh, Northwestern defense. They are getting a lot of penetration in there. So now Coima comes out, and they'll hand it off to McQuillan around the left side. Yeah, he's got some room, too, as he moves it down to the 45-yard line. So a quick pickup. Didn't look like he was going to make a lot, but just like that, it was six yards. And a second down and four yards to go as McQuillan moves into the short side of the field here around the left end and picks up six yards. Now Northwestern quickly up to the line of scrimmage. They've got three wide receivers split out to the right side. Pistol set here with McQuillan in the backfield. It's going to be Coima 
who has not disappointed us in his uh, pregame hype here today. Second down and uh, four yards to go. He fires the ball. It's going to be caught here at the uh, 40-yard line, down to the 39. Reception is made there by Solberg. Shane Solberg makes the reception. And that's going to be enough for a first down. How many receptions is that today for Mr. Solberg? That's going to be his fourth reception. So four receptions now. Those two guys, they've done a lot of damage to opposing teams. Koima and uh, Solberg, that's enough for a first down. First down and 10. The ball is sitting at the 40-yard line. Northwestern working south to north, right to left. Here in this third quarter of play with a 34 to nothing lead. 12 minutes to go. Here in the quarter, there's a handoff again to McQuillan. He's got room, 40, 35, and he has run out of bounds here down around the 30-yard line. So, uh, Connor McQuillan, a redshirt freshman. We're going to be calling his name for a while, Jimmy. A redshirt freshman in there from Leavenworth, Kansas. He continues to chew him up. That was a pickup of nine yards in the play. They moved the ball down to the 31-yard line, second down in the yard. Yeah, McQuillan not even wearing socks. It's like he's got a pair of sandals on. <laughs> down there. I, I hope they don't tell me he can wear football cleats. We, we can't catch him in his sandals. No, boy. He was quick around the outside. Nine-yard gain, and they'll uh, fake to him here. Now Quinn now, uh, is going to throw the ball into the end zone. It's going to be caught for the wow. touchdown. They get it down there. Shane Stolberg catches the ball back there. That's going to be a touchdown. I think that was a Brandenburg back there for Hastings uh, defensively. But that was uh, too easy. They picked the ball up inside, and they just stand in the pocket. Shane Solberg catches the ball for a touchdown. That's now 40 to nothing. Northwestern with a lead. That was just the easiest touchdown pass that Coima will ever have. He just threw that up into the breeze, let it carry it this time, and it dropped in right over the shoulder of Brandenburg into Solberg's hands. And Stater into the game for the PAT. And, boy, I just looking at the drive chart, the – Red Raiders have scored on all but two of their drives here in this football game. So it's now Northwestern 41, Hastings nothing. You're listening to Bronco Football on 1230 KHAS. Whatever the Midwest weather brings, you can rely on a York comfort system to keep your home comfortable all year. York systems are smarter, more connected, and more efficient than ever before, cutting your energy costs by as much as 50%. Plus, all York residential products have some of the best warranties in the industry. Your York Midwest dealer is Rutz Heating and Air in Hastings and Kearney. Go to RutzHeating.com, proudly serving the entire Tri-City area. Learn how you can move up to a new line of comfort and efficiency for your home. 1230 KHAS. Hastings College football today brought to you in part by Five Points Bank of Hastings. By Mary Lanning Healthcare, Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, by Family Medical Center of Hastings, by Hastings College, by the Hastings College Foundation, and by Rutz Heating and Air Conditioning. 41 to nothing is the score here in Northwestern with a lead over Hastings. The Broncos is trying to look for something to be positive about here today. That's going to be Bell, I think, bringing the ball back there for Hastings. Brenton Bell bringing the ball back for the Broncos. And Hastings will uh, start. They actually got the return one for once. They've been banging around the end zone with a window back there. That one was held up a little bit as Bell brings it back. They're going to start this drive with the uh, 16-yard line. Again, Jesse Ulrich will be out there for his second series here in this uh, third quarter to play. The uh, quarterback there for the Broncos, the product out of Ord, Nebraska. Jesse with the ball. He's going to 
handed away. Wow. There should be not much there. It's just like a, a brick wall. We just had nothing in there for uh, Hastings to talk about here today. That's uh, Dalen Farrell who is uh, running the ball, a, a junior out of Little Rock, Arkansas. Again, our leading rusher, Tyree Nesmith, is uh, not playing today. He's in street clothes with a walking boot out on the sidelines after he rushed for a 191 yards in the ball game last week against the uh, Jamestown Jimmies. Here's Ulrich with the ball. He throws it to the far sideline. That one delivered high. Stenhouse belted out of bounds as he tries to climb the ladder to grab that one out here at about the 30-yard line. So now he sings looking at third down, and the Broncos on third down efficiency, zero out of six. Yeah, I was just looking at some comparisons here with this uh, wind blowing very strong. We've talked about it all day. Uh, Coima has thrown the ball 25 times here in this football game. Hastings College has just attempted 10 pass plays. We haven't really been able to throw it. We haven't been able to run it. We really had a tough time doing anything against this high-strength defense here. It came with a blitz, and I think they ran right into it as uh, Farrell gets the call there, and he's going to be stacked up here at the line of scrimmage. So Another three plays and out for uh, Hastings. And with 10 minutes and 20 seconds to play in the third quarter, the Broncos are down 41 to nothing in this uh, football game. Well, that drive, two two uh, rushing plays for no yards and an incomplete pass. Bockel into the game. One, two, three, four, five. For a sixth punt today, Mosier will stand in Bronco territory with the wind howling out of the south. So he will... Maybe have an attempt here. We'll see how good Abacle gets one off. He does, and it'll be a fair catch in Bronco territory at the 45. All right, so a uh, pretty good kick considering the uh, circumstances here. But you got to pick up a first down or two here to uh, get some field position. or Your, your opposition is going to be yeah. playing on your side of the 50-yard line all day long today. Yeah, exactly. We're going to start watching uh, the uh, personnel coming out here for Matt McCarty and his uh, football team, he'll leave his, looks like his starters, a lot of the uh, same guys that have been in the game. Again, passing here today, 164 yards now for Coima, two touchdowns in the game, and he's got the troops set up at the 45-yard line. 9.47 to play in the third quarter. It's already 41 to nothing. Here's McQuillan again getting outside. He runs into trouble, and he brings it across the 40 to the 39-yard line. So Hastings had plenty of red shirts out there. He got to the corner, found a little seam, just a little burst there, and instead of being uh, stopped for a three- or four-yard gain, he picks up like five or six Yeah, to the 40-yard line. He's got all three carries here in the second half for 19 yards. We'll give him five on that carry. Ball down at the 40-yard line, 9-18 and counting. It can't keep counting quick enough here for the Broncos as, uh, again, they trail 41 to nothing here. Tyson Coima is going to send a man in motion now. They're going to, oh, they run into each other. Now Coima throws the ball. It's going to be caught for another touchdown. Those two guys, uh, one guy came in motion. He kind of ran into another back back here. And then Coima just uh, winds up and throws the ball downfield. He takes it into the end zone. For another score. Now it's a 47 to nothing ball game. Look at that pass. It was delivered right on the I money. mean, pitching uh, pennies in a bucket. Yeah, that's a Solberg again. Drops it. Yeah. A ball for a touchdown. Drops it right over the coverage into Solberg's hand. Back to back touchdown passes. And Stater in the game again for another PAT. And it is good, but just shows the touch he's got. He was overthrowing his guys with the wind at his back in that second quarter. He's kind of 
calmed down on the uh, the arm strength, so to speak, and he has dropped in a couple of beautiful passes for touchdowns here in this game. All right, we'll take another break. Eight minutes and 59 seconds to play in the third quarter. It's now Northwestern 48, Hastings nothing. You're listening to Bronco Football. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. 1230 KHAS. All right, the uh, Northwestern Red Raiders on the board again here. Two plays in uh, 45 yards that time. Of course, they uh, get the touchdown. That one covered uh, 40 yards. Koima to Solberg, and it's 48 to nothing. Hastings is now trailing in the ball game. There's the run-up, and the boot is going to go into the end zone and out, so a uh, touchback here. The Broncos uh, trailing in the ball game really have not been in this contest here today. As uh, Hastings will come back out offensively and look for something that's going to make them happy here. Uh, Went in the first half with three catches and 40 yards. In the second half, he's got three catches and 81 yards and two touchdowns. There's a, a low snap. Jesse Ulrich is going to grab that one off of the turf. He hands it away to Brent Simonson, and he falls forward here for a couple of yards out here to about the 28-yard line. Hastings will play at Dort next uh, Saturday. Kickoff for the game will be at 1. I'll be here with a pregame show at 12 o'clock noon. The following Saturday, Hastings will play at Morningside. As of now, the uh, kickoff is set for 1 o'clock. Again, we'll be on the air with the pregame show at uh, 12 o'clock noon. So Dort and Morningside yet to come. And if this is any indication, Jimmy, it's not going to be a good end to the season here for Hastings trailing here 48 to nothing. No, that's exactly right. And uh, it's going to it's gonna mimic uh, a year ago. We started out, uh, what, 2-0, and 3-0, and and then went on a, on a skid. And we started out 1-0 and this year, and we've just had a – a tough go of things here. At least we got the win last week, huh? That's exactly right. Here's a Jesse Ulrich getting outside, slides through one tackler, bounces off of another one, and brings the ball to the 35-yard line. That's a nice run there. Slid through one of them, and he bounces off of the other one. He's going to have enough for a first down. That might be the best run we've had all day today. Well, the most physical run, I can tell you that. I look at the uh, longest run from scrimmage. That matches Johnny Zamora's nine-yard carry in the first quarter. So we'll give Jesse nine, and that I have him for the fourth first down. Actually, the fifth first down of the football game now. Line of scrimmage is now the 35-yard line. He seems moving north to south here in this uh, third quarter of play. And, boy, our rushing attack is not very aggressive today. I, I wouldn't say aggressive. We just have a tough time moving well, bodies here. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's like running into a brick wall because – Hastings College offensive line is not getting any push. Their four down linemen are matching up with our, our offensive line, and they're just not getting pushed anywhere. They're plugging things up, and when you try to run between the tackles and everything's plugged up, you don't run nowhere. No gain by Simonson. Second down and 10 here at the 36-yard line. Man goes in motion. Here's uh, Jesse. He throws the ball. It's going to be caught, but a uh, short gain here. In fact, uh, 
The ball is going to be completed, and that's going to be no gain in the play. So it is completed there, but no gain in the play. Still third down and nine yards to go. Well, and you don't get this first down again. You punt it. The wind's blowing hard. Bockles had a tough time into the wind here today. Northwestern will have good field position yet again with a 48 to nothing lead. Still seven minutes left to go here in the third quarter. Jesse Ulrich. He's uh, waiting for the snap. He's got it. Now he throws it. Caught here by Stenhouse, 45, and he skips out of bounds. That's going to be enough for a first down. Just sustain a couple of drives here and have something positive to, to work on as we get ready for uh, next week's game at Dort. That is the sixth first down for Hastings here in this football game. No running clock. That's in high school, isn't it? Usually just on Friday. I thought I'd ask. I thought I'd ask. I, I knew the answer, but I just thought I'd ask. Three wide receivers out to the uh, left side. Jesse Ulrich fakes the ball. Now he's hemmed in, and he's going to be brought down. Pulls the ball out once they're running himself, and he's going to be brought down here at the uh, 49-yard line. No gain in the play. Tackle made in there by Parker Fryer, a uh, freshman for Northwestern defense. I just look up and down the line. There's redshirt freshmen. There's two freshmen. There's sophomores out here in this uh, Northwestern defense. So they're going to be they're going to be pretty good again next year and the year after that. Kind of makes you sick. And the year after that. And the year after that. <laughs> Second down and nine yards to go. Here's a uh, running play that's Simonson, and he's going to gain about a yard. So they bring him from the 49 to the 50 yard line. And again, he's he's looking at third down here. Broncos are one out of eight. On third downs today, they were so good defensively last week against Jamestown, holding the uh, Jimmies to one for 13 on third downs. Well, Northwestern's pulling off the same feed here against Hastings. One out of eight on third downs for Hastings now. This will be a tough one at third down and nine yards to go. Ball sitting right out to 50. Jesse rolls right side, throws it way over the head. Way over the head here of uh, Stenhouse. And it's going to be incomplete. That's going to be... Another punting situation here for Bockel. How many punts? Six punts so far today. Just figuring up the Bronco. You talk about rushing numbers. Broncos are averaging 1.8 yards per carry here in this football game. That's not going to not gonna get her done. So Bockel into the game for his seventh punt. Mosier will stand at the 20-yard line with 5.23 left to go into the third quarter. High snap, Bockel gets it down, keeps it out of the wind. It's going to bounce at the 25, bounce at the 20-yard uh, line. Still rolling to the 15, to the 14, to the 13, and the Broncos will down the ball. So they're averaging 1.8 yards per rush. Hastings only averaging 2.7 yards per play so far in this uh, football game with 106 yards of total offense in the ball game. Tough defense. Tough defense, good offense. They're the total package. Got a good kicker, good punter. Good coach. Good coach. Checking personnel. I think we've got a, well, no, that's Meyer in there. Nope, Coima's still in there. Why not? They're tuning up for their spring playoff run. <laughs> yeah. All right, here's a. No, that ain't Coima. We got the backup in there now in this series. As uh, they run the ball against the uh, Hastings. Defense, this is Blake Fryer. Blake Fryer, the new quarterback in there. He's a sophomore from Waukee, Iowa. He's thrown only eight passes so far this year. Five out of eight, 62%. 101 yards and a touchdown. So, Koima's day is over. And uh, let's see, Koima is a senior. 
Now with the, well, he's been around for six years. Well, the the bad thing is with the new rule that BJ just told us about at halftime, that this season is really not going to count on anybody's uh, time schedule, so to speak. Koima could come back again next year. Maybe so. he'll go be a grad student somewhere. Maybe, yeah, maybe go work on the farm or something. <laughs> here's a here's a Friar running with the ball. He gets into the open lookout. Oh, 25, my. 30, 35, 40, 45, 50 inside Bronco territory to the 45 yard line. So Friar gets loose, and boy, he's got some wheels. Friar's got some wheels as he picks the first the first down and more and takes them all the way down to the 46 yard line. See, that's an interesting rule for uh, next year. None of this. Uh, is going to count. It's like the season never really happened, and we're going to hit the reset button again next year. So none of these guys will burn a year in any part of their eligibility uh, here at the college. So that was a big rule that came down through the NAIA through the ranks this week. That's good. Maybe we'll get some uh, Division One transfers. <laughs> First down here for uh, Northwestern as they continue their offensive a drive here. Now the Broncos, I think, came up with a football. They were running the football. They were moving the stack, and then all of a sudden, the Broncos hopping out of there like they recovered the ball. I don't know if the officials agreed, though. Now they, they keep the ball here with Northwestern. So the Bronco defense thought they came up with a turnover. They don't get it. Instead, that was a pickup there of about uh, eight yards and a second down and two. Go back to that uh, run by Fryer, the backup quarterback. It was good for 49 yards. Going up and down this roster of Northwestern, they've got a lot of brothers. They've got uh, the Mosiers. There's three brothers, three Mosiers. The Friars, there's uh, uh, Parker Friars on defense, and this is his brother in there as a backup quarterback. There's two or three other sets of uh, siblings on this Red Raider team. Here's Logan Meyer carrying the ball now for Northwestern. He takes it outside the numbers and picks up a first down as they move the ball inside the 35 to the uh, 34-yard line. Three minutes and 35 seconds to play. Here in the third quarter, Hastings College is trailing in this ball game, 48 to nothing. Broncos trailed at halftime, 34 nothing. So Northwestern has scored a couple of touchdowns here in the third quarter, both on touchdown passes from Koima to Shane Solberg. First down and ten, they're on the move again here at the Broncos 34-yard line. There's a pass by Fryer right over the middle. It's going to be caught for another touchdown. Now they're going to mark him short at the one. What a pass and a catch. Yeah, they got that one to Blake Anderson, a sophomore out of Oakland, Nebraska. He falls into the end zone, but the officials are going to spot this baby right at the one. That would have been for Northwestern three consecutive passes, three consecutive touchdowns. You look at Coima through. Two consecutive passes, one of 31, one of 40 to Solberg. And then uh, here Fryer comes in the game and hits on a 33-yarder. They've got a first and goal at the one-yard line. All right, so now they're going to run this uh, Wildcat stuff here, and they're just going to hike the ball directly to uh, Logan Meyer, and he takes the ball in the end zone for a touchdown. Then You don't like the Wildcat, but it looks pretty good here. They've scored every time they've, uh, they've touched it. It's only from the one or two-yard line, yeah. though. That was a... <laughs> A one-yard run. Yeah, I've never been a real big fan of the Wildcat formation. That's a one-yard run there by uh, Logan Meyer as the Red Raiders continue to thump the Broncos here. The score is 54 to nothing. Here comes the PAT. It is up there, and it is good. Well, Northwestern continues to roll along here. We've got two minutes and 35 seconds to play 
in the uh, third quarter. We'll take a break with a score Northwestern 55, Hastings nothing. Whatever the Midwest weather brings, you can rely on a York comfort system to keep your home comfortable all year. York systems are smarter, more connected, and more efficient than ever before, cutting your energy costs by as much as 50%. Plus, all York residential products have some of the best warranties in the industry. Your York Midwest dealer is Rutz Heating and Air in Hastings and Kearney. Go to rutsheating.com, proudly serving the entire Tri-City area. Learn how you can move up to a new line of comfort and efficiency for your home. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, producer and engineer Stephanie Brubaker back here at the Osborne Sports Complex. 55 to nothing. Hastings is uh, trailing here in this ball game to uh, Northwestern. Matt McCarty and uh, Tony Harper, they are uh, good friends, or at least they were at the start of this ball game. They got a lot of respect for one another, and they spend a lot of time in the camps throughout the summer at each other's camps, but I don't know if uh, Tony's going to like Matt so much after this one. 55 to nothing, and we're still in the third quarter. Well, they're they're continuing to chuck it around. The uh, two quarterbacks in the second half are 5-of-5 five five passing, two touchdowns, 131 yards, so they continue to throw the football around, but it doesn't matter today, Mike. They can run it. They can throw it. They've just been able to uh, do anything they want in all phases of the football game, and that's going to go into the end zone. It's going to land at the goal line, and it'll be a touchback. So, again, uh, Northwestern, is no surprise, uh, kind of seen this coming, but it's just uh, demoralizing for the kids out there on senior day to try to send the seniors out with a, a victory or at least a well-played game, and it's been far from that. 462 yards of total offense now in the ball game for the Red Raiders, 106 for uh, Hastings College. The Broncos come out here first down and 10 after the touchback. Jesse Ulrich will uh, stay out there. Penalty flags are down. That's something we haven't seen a whole lot of here today, and that's the penalties. That's a good thing. Rushing the uh, football there for Hastings is going to be Dalen Perrell again, the uh, junior running back from Little Rock, Arkansas, as they sort this thing out. The officials saw something there early. It's going to be a face mask call against Hastings. So a face mask call there on... uh, It's going to be a face mask call on the Northwestern. So that's going to cost them 15 yards. Bring the ball up here to the 41-yard line. Bronco football today. Two minutes and 27 seconds to play here in the third quarter. 55 to nothing. Northwestern has got the lead. Nebraska today losing to Northwestern and Evanston, Illinois. By the score of 21-13, to 13, the Huskers are now 0-2 on the season. Things are not uh, good in uh, Husker Nation either, so you've been kind of monitoring the, the social media <laughs> sites here today. Things are, are not good in Husker Nation as the Husker faithful are getting uh, a little anxious here. <laughs> Facebookers out in full force today. Oh, for a couple of reasons. Yeah. Here's uh, another running play up inside. I think we got another new man out there. Yeah, that's uh, number 20 out there, Thorpe. Malik Thorpe, a running back, uh, five foot four, 158 pound bruising running back, a junior from Denver, Colorado. Got him fresh off the Lions midget football team. Wow, yeah, he's not very big. Malik Thorpe. Five foot four. 
Look at him out there. He's a small, he's a small dude out there. Wide receivers left and right now on third down and two yards to go. The ball at the 49-yard line. Thorpe again is going to get the call. He slides through there. He's going to pick it up a first down across the 50 to the 45, and he falls forward to the 42-yard line. You don't have to be big to play this game. No, sir, you don't have to be big. Can't find him. No, you can't. That, we've seen that a lot. You get little guys in there behind the big guys. Yeah. Whenever you got big guys in front of little guys, it's hard to find them. And they can slip through the cracks like Thorpe did there. Seven-yard carry, eighth first down. And the Broncos with just a few opportunities inside uh, Red Raider territory. Here he comes again. He breaks outside in numbers. He spins at the 41, gets into the 40 to the 39-yard line. You know, the problem, the other problem is being small is you take some big, big shots from some of them uh, linebackers uh, that come running up. That one there, he tried to make a little spin move and and uh, got hit pretty good. Running back coach Pat McCauley, he's all jacked up over there. He's he's excited for Thorpe. He'll come out of the game momentarily. Now Farrell is back in there. Three wide receivers to the left side of the formation. One wide receiver to the right. Here's a pass over here that's going to be caught. Completed pass to the 36-yard line. That's a Sam Marsh making the reception there. Broncos uh, getting deep in their depth chart here as they're trailing in the ball game by a score of 55 to nothing in the third quarter. Hastings picking up a first down here. This is only their eighth first down of the entire ball game. They moved the ball down to the 34-yard line. Uh, Northwestern, they've got 22 first downs. That's the eighth one for Hastings, and the Broncos are going to let the time tick down. And that is the end of the third quarter of play. Three quarters in the books here this afternoon. We'll take a break with a score. Northwestern 55, Hastings nothing. You're listening to Bronco Football. It was a Friday, and I had that whole weekend not knowing just that I had breast cancer. And I waited for the phone call, and I took actions into my own hand to find Chopur. I'm the medical oncologist, hematologist at Mary Landing Hospital at Morrison Cancer Center. Even though he is not originally from here, he knows the Nebraska ways. Nebraskans are honest, hardworking, open-minded, open-hearted people. They are always ready to fight back, and that is something I have admired because I have it in my blood, too. He's not just your doctor. He's your friend. He's, he's there to take care of you. He's kind of like family. My name is Dr. Sitka Chopur, and I'm a Nebraskan at heart. 1230 KHAS. All right, we start the fourth and final quarter here. 55 to nothing is the score. I'm sure the Broncos like to get into the end zone here to avoid the shutout. They're on the uh, drive here as they've got the ball inside the 30-yard line. Another running play there as uh, Thorpe is going to come back out there. Malik Thorpe. He's the uh, little guy out there running for Hastings at five foot four. Second down now for Hastings. Second down and a handful here. Second down, about five yards to go from the 28 yard line of Northwestern. Jesse Ulrich has got to hand the ball away to Thorpe, and now he is going to be tackled there. Swallowed. TJ Jones. Now, TJ, he's not a small guy. He's six foot five and 313 pounds. He brings down. Uh, Thorpe back there. 
Okay, Malik Thorpe is five foot four and one hundred and fifty eight pounds. Big guy, little guy. They don't fare very well, and it looked, it appeared to be he tried to eat him, just swallowed him right up there. Couple of yard loss for Hastings. They'll look at a third down and seven here. Ball at the thirty-one yard line. So Hastings, after picking up their second win of the season last week at Jamestown, look out! Here comes a uh, blitz. There's a pass that's going to be thrown over here. Thorpe is going to grab the ball. And uh, Ulrich, he's going to pop right back up. Pass is uh, complete, but not much there. And now the Broncos looking at fourth down. I didn't get a number coming out for the corner there, but Jesse Ulrich paid for that one. I think that was uh, Parker Fryer coming off the uh, edge, number 43, and give him a pretty good shot, helped him right up. Been a lot of respect, not very much chippiness. Of course, you can look at the scoreboard and know that uh, you don't need to be uh, chirping down there if you're a, you're a Bronco. But a clean clean game, only five penalties unofficially in the football game, and uh, just a, a better team uh, facing a struggling team today. There's a Ulrich again. He wants to throw the ball. It's going to be caught down there. I think that's a Stenhouse inside the 20-yard line to the 19. Yeah, Stenhouse hauls the ball in for Hastings. That's going to give the Broncos their ninth first down here in the ball game. They move the sticks. Now with 13 minutes to play, the Broncos on the move. Now unofficially 70 yards of passing for the Bronco quarterbacks. We've had a, uh, a Jesse and uh, Johnny Z in there uh, most of the day. They'll take the football down on an 11-yard pass play inside the red zone at the 19. There's uh, Thorpe. He's got the ball. He slides outside, and he slithers through there across the uh, 15 down to about the uh, 13-yard line before he's brought down. Now we haven't seen uh, Johnny Zamora the entire second half, so now you you begin to wonder what the coach is starting to think here. With uh, two games left here, Jimmy. We didn't get much done in the first half, and Johnny has not taken any snaps whatsoever here well, in half number two. It's usually a common segment in our postgame shows. We usually ask the coach, and we'll get some sort of an answer at the end of this football game, I'm sure. Here's uh, Thorpe again, and he's uh, stopped right in his tracks there as they are brought down by uh, Northwestern's defense. Again, they're shuttling some new guys in there now. That tackle was made by uh, Jaden Williams for the uh, Red Raiders. So so Thorpe gets up, and he's standing beside Jones, the defensive lineman that's 6'5". He looked at him in his belly button <laughs> as, he, as he caught up. He'd fit, in, uh, he'd fit in Jones's pants all the way up, a full body suit. Now we're looking at third down here, third down and four yards to go. Now we've got uh, Farrell back in there. Lined up just to the right side of the quarterback, Jesse Ulrich. Claps the hands. Jesse throws the ball. It's going to be incomplete in the end zone. Some contact made and no penalty flags. No penalty flags down there. That's uh, Austin who was on a little slant there for Hastings. Couldn't come up with the ball. So now that's going to be a fourth down situation. And the Broncos here will go for a field goal attempt with the winner of the back now of Bacco. So Bacco comes out for a field goal attempt. He is five out of six on field goals this year. This is going to be a 30-yarder. Ball is down. The kick is up and goes through the uprights. It is good. So we avoid the shutout. 11 minutes and 28 seconds to play in the uh, fourth quarter. The score now, it is Northwestern 55, Hastings 3. You're listening to Bronco Football. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. 
They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. 1230 KHAS. Hastings Challenge football for you today here on 1230 KHAS. Online at Hastingslink.com. Also online with the Hastings College streaming services here today. They've uh, picked up our broadcast on uh, home games throughout the uh, 2020 season, so we thank them for that. Hopefully we can move that on indoors uh, to the winter sports season here. Beginning our uh, broadcast schedule here in the next week or so. Although BJ uh, scratched our first ball game out that was scheduled for a Wednesday night with a Hastings College women's basketball team. College of St. Mary's, some uh, COVID concerns there. So that one is scratched off of the schedule. you got to have like an agent to put our broadcast <laughs> schedule together because it, it changes hour by hour. Well, once you start moving indoors, I anticipate a... A year of struggles trying to get uh, get games uh, put together with different teams. 55-3 to three here is the score. The Hastings College men's basketball team, they picked up a, a win today in the Cattlemen's Classic in the Seward. So Hastings going 2-0. They won last night. They won again this afternoon. The Broncos are sitting at 4-1, and one, I think, now in the season. Buffalo is going to be into the football here, end-over-end kick. And that's going to be uh, driven into the end zone for a touchback where the winds continue to blow behind uh, the backs of the kickers here kicking in this direction. So a touchback, and Northwestern will come back out offensively. We've got the Red Raiders right now with 462 yards of total offense in this ball game, 226 rushing, 236 yards passing in this ball game so far. So they're putting up numbers like they usually do. Yep, yep. Nothing uh, nothing different out of this uh, Red Raider football team. And, you know, there's one thing we're going to see the next three games. A lot of numbers. High-powered offenses. You got that right. We're going to see them the next two weeks in uh, Dort and Morningside. Here's a, a handoff here slipping outside. Penalty flags down, and he's uh, brought down across the 30 to the 33-yard line. Running the football there was a Garrett Packer. Packer is a sophomore running back out of Zering, Iowa. And now we got a uh, man down here for Northwestern. So we got a man down. Looks like an offensive lineman. That's going to be uh, Donald Marquez, who is uh, down. One of the uh, starters who was out there in the offensive line. He is down. Penalty flag went against Northwestern as well. So they wipe off that last run. And now we're going to have a, a timeout, an injury timeout. We'll take a break. Brought to you by... Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, Hastings' only true sports bar, located on West 2nd Street in Hastings. We'll take a break. 11:22 to play in the game. Northwestern 55, Hastings 3. Comfort food meets convenience with Bullseye's Sports Bar and Grill for takeout. Tasty sandwiches, tempting burgers, soups, and salads. Daily specials are posted on Bullseye's Facebook page. To see the entire menu, log on to bullseyesportsbar.com. Phone ahead, pick it up on West 2nd across from the Water Park Hastings. Take it to the comfort of your home or work. Bullseyesportsbar.com or Facebook. Then order by phone from 11 until 8, Tuesday through Friday, 4 to 8 on Saturday. Now open for dine-in with limited seating. And perhaps most importantly, the Bullseye family thanks you for your continued support 
1230 KHAS. All right, back here. The penalty was against Northwestern. They're looking at a first down and 20. There's a uh, completed pass here to the near side. They get the ball right back into the hands of Garrett Parker, and he's uh, popped out of bounds here on the uh, near sidelines. And now it's second down. Second down and about 15 to go. So pick up a five yards in the play there and a completed pass. Backup quarterback Blake Fryer, a sophomore kid out of Waukee, Iowa, now in there for Tyson Coima. Second down and 15 yards to go. Clock running with 10 and a half to play. Northwestern coming up to the uh, line of scrimmage. We'll send two wide receivers each way now. One running back just to the right side of Fryer. They pick the ball to him. They throw it near his side. Caught here at the 28 across the 30. Out to about the 35-yard line. Reception is going to be made there by J.C. Amanezzi. Making the reception there for uh, Northwestern. You know, things just... When you've got a good team and they can score, they can move the football, they can play good defense, then they get all the breaks. They've had a couple of fumbles bounce right back up into their hands. That ball there was tipped by uh, one of the defensive uh, linemen for Hastings. Tipped and fluttered out of there. Still got into the hands of the intended receiver. Just things continue to go good for good teams. All right, here's a a running play again. Packer has got the ball, and he just dives it across the 35 out to the 36-yard line. That previous play, the reception was made by Brendan Zudelhorst. They're getting down into the area where they got the dual numbers now for offense and defense. So Brendan Zudelhorst was the guy who made the reception in the preceding play. Nevertheless, it's another first down here for Northwestern. Their 22nd first down of the ball game. They've got 22 first downs. He seems with only 10 in this contest today. That's how dominant this performance has been. Here's Packer gets away from one would-be tackler and then is crushed here as they bring it across the 40 to the 41-yard line. Coming up to make this stop there for Hastings College was, let's see, uh, Savon Robertson is into the ball game now, a sophomore out of uh, Houston, Texas. But a pickup there of five yards and a play second down and five yards to go. Ball is at the 41-yard line now of Northwestern. Red Raiders is going with a a tight set. One running back in the backfield here for uh, Blake Fryer. Fryer's going to hand the ball away, sliding through there, 40, 45, 50 inside Bronco territory to the 46-yard line. That's going to be Nate Rice carrying the ball. So Nate Rice carrying the ball through there. They're uh, at least... uh, Wrapped up on their uh, two deep. Now we're working on the three deep as uh, they have moved the ball in their Bronco territory down here at the 46-yard line. But they've always got a lot of Vans and Vons and whatnot in their, uh, on their roster. There's a Vandergrind. There's a Van Ott, a Van Gorp. Here's another uh, running play here. It goes to the uh, right side across the 45 down to the 43-yard line. Nate Rice again carrying the ball. Yeah, you try to uh, try to broadcast a basketball game. It's always one of the, the tougher games I do throughout the years. When we play a Northwestern, you get all those vans and you you name it, a lot of Dutch names over there. You get them all in the court at the same time. Yeah, and they run an up tempo style of offense. <laughs> and uh, boy, you get them out there. That's that's a tough game to e- do. Easy just to call them all vans. <laughs> yeah, we'll see that uh, in a couple of weeks with her. Actually, next week with Dort. 
Second down here and nine yards to go. Now the quarterback is going to scramble, and he's on his high horse, and there he goes across the 35-30. 25-yard line to the 20. He's going to fall dead down here inside the 15-yard line to about the 11. So Fryer gets loose, and uh, nobody around for Hastings County just runs by a couple of defenders there, and finally they bring him down right at the 11-yard line. So a good run there by Blake Fryer, just a sophomore. Yeah, good to see they've got another quarterback behind Coima that can run the run the ball and, and throw it very effective. That was a 34-yard run. He had a 49-yarder when he got inserted into the game in the uh, third quarter, and he's got the squad at the 11. There's a uh, running play there as they uh, blow through there. We're going to check uh, the numbers again as they continue to shuttle guys in. Anybody in the a white jersey is going to get in here today. Here comes uh, three more into the ball game. That was uh, Packer again carrying the ball. Garrett Packer. Here comes three more folks into the ball game now for uh, Northwestern at the 6:20 mark. Just a huge opening again. The offensive line has done a great job here for the uh, Red Raiders. Wide receiver splits out wide to the left side now. That's uh, going to be number 25, Brendan Zudahorst. They're going to keep the ball on the ground. Packer, and he slides through there into the end zone for the score. And the Broncos have given up 60 points here this afternoon. Packer was not even touched, Mike. Packer slides her in there at the uh, six-minute mark of this uh, fourth quarter. So uh, Garrett Packer takes it in for another touchdown there for Northwestern as the PAT unit comes back out there. An eight-play, 71-yard drive that time with the uh, second and third teamers for Northwestern. Out there now for the uh, Red Raiders. Here comes the uh, point after. It's up there, and the point after is going to be good. So the point after touchdown is good. We'll take another break. Six minutes to play here in the football game. Northwestern out on top. Northwestern 62, Hastings 3. Five Points Bank is strongly committed to investing in our community. This is what locally owned, locally managed banks do and do well. We are proud to be a leading supporter of the United Way's annual campaign. Also, we make meaningful contributions to numerous community, educational, and civic organizations in our quest to make the quality of life in our area as strong as possible. Giving back. It's part of our mission statement and helps make Hastings a great community. Five Points Bank. Locally owned, locally managed. The Better Bank. 1230 KHAS. It's all been uh, Northwestern since the opening kickoff here today. Hastings trailed at halftime 34 to nothing, and Northwestern not letting up is now 62 to 3. Northwestern has got the lead over Hastings, so the Broncos are going to fall to 2 and 5 on the season and get ready for a heavy dose of the rushing attack. The conference is Number one rushing team in the conference next week, the Dort Defenders. Boy, and they, you know, you see so many teams that are 50-50. You like to throw it, like to run it, but Dort will just pound it at you, and they have really become a great, great rushing football team. They will be a tough, tough opponent next week. Well, they lost the uh, Morningside just last week by five points. So uh, that's the chore we have next week, 1 o'clock for the kickoff. 12 o'clock noon for the uh, pregame show next week. The only thing good about playing Dort 
Games are usually short, and we can get it to our, our favorite uh, yeah. uh, dinner spot a little bit early next week. I'll make early reservations. It, it appears that uh, the next two weeks we're going to get a nice dinner. Well, yeah. We're uh, going to be in that part of the region. Yeah, at our favorite restaurant for uh, the next two weeks, and I'll call in the early reservation for next week as we'll be there a little bit earlier than the scheduled. Here's uh, Bleak Thorpe carrying the ball. Well, the Broncos... Offensively, we've inched our, our total up to about 151 yards or so. The total offense in this ball game, 546 for uh, the guys on the opposite side of the field. Here. Well, and the thing is, they've scored two touchdowns on the ground. That whole drive, the last drive they had was all rushing attempts. They did not have a pass play, and we just can't stop them. Jesse Ulrich stays out there at quarterback for Hastings. That means he's went all the way so far. Here in the second half of play. So he seems without our, our top rusher to uh, start off this ball game today. It, it started off wrong, Jimmy, and it, it hasn't improved. And we saw uh, Tyree Nesmith come out for the senior day activities, <laughs> and he was walking out in his uh, dress clothes and a walking boot on his foot. And we knew nothing about that all week long, and it just went downhill from there. Yeah. 62-3 to right now as the score. Northwestern has got the lead. Broncos trying to find uh, some rushers out there. We are really deep in the running back depth chart here today with the Tyree sitting on the sidelines. We were down a couple of touchdowns before we ever got our sneakers laced up. I left my sneakers in the car. That's how far behind I was. No, I don't you, have. You I don't, don't have, have the dude shoes on. I, I kind of put the dude shoes away <laughs> because the weather is going to be cooling down. I don't think those are. Oh no, that type of weather type of shoes, the dude shoes. Maybe next week at uh, Dort. Maybe I'll wear them for a uh, go up to Sioux Center, Iowa. I'll, oh, I'll I, right in, the opportunity of of seeing snow and wind is is very good to Sioux Center. We might be. Oh we, boy, we've had some of our miserable uh, weather conditions when we go to Sioux Center oh, for some reason. My. Yeah, that's uh, next Saturday. Always a good time to go to Sioux Center, Iowa in November. But we'll be in a press box. We hope to be. That's a well, yeah. We're, we they might find out we do good from a table on the lower end of the bleachers. Second down and eight yards to go. We're down to three minutes and forty-three seconds to play here in this ball game. Mystery man with the carry there off the right side for about six yards. Oh, that's uh, Simonson. Oh, it is. I thought it was zero. Well, it looks zero from his front, and he's got eight on the back. It looks zero from here. Doesn't it? It's just the way the thing is folded or something. Well, they're, yeah, they're all crunched up. And so it looks like it's zero from here, but that's a clearly an eight on his back. So yeah, Brenton Simonson is out there now for Hastings to try to finish things off here. Third down and three yards to go. There's a Jesse with the ball. There he goes, 45-40 down the sideline, 35, and he's popped out of bounds. So Jesse finds his seam there. He's going to pick up a first down for Hastings. That's going to be their 11th first down. The Broncos now three out of 13 on third down efficiency today. And the longest play from scrimmage rushing the football today, 19-yard gain. The Ord Chant takes it off the right side. You talk about contact that Jesse has taken today, some pretty good hits. He's he's used to that. Him and Simonson uh, ran the football a lot in high school. 
Malik Thorpe is in the ball. Rather, uh, Malik, uh, yeah, Malik Thorpe is in the ball game here as a running back now as Jesse runs the option play to the right side and he's going to find some running room. He's going to pick up a close to another first down. He picks up another nine-yard gain there. Same play right off right side. Good blocking out there. Northwestern continuing to shuttle players in. I, I think everybody they brought on the bus trip that's got a set of shoulder pads on has been in this football game here today. Second down and a yard to go. He sees with the ball down here at the Northwestern 22-yard line. There's uh, Jesse Ulrich. He's going to hand the ball away. And they're going to take the ball close to the first down stakes here. The Broncos would like to stick one in the end zone here. They're uh, trailing by the score of 62-3. to This one hasn't been down for quite some time. Broncos getting a field goal from uh, Bockel early in this uh, quarter. Now he sings in the red zone here, or approaching the red zone. We're at the 22-yard line. Third down and a yard to go. He sings now four out of 14 on third down efficiency. And he sings will be looking at a uh, third down situation right here. Third down and a yard. The ball down here at the uh, 22-yard line. Jesse Ulrich is going to have the first down as he spins his way down to the 16-yard line. Uh, he seems to get a fresh set of downs down here. However, time is quickly expiring here. 90 seconds to go. We've got all the uh, numbers coming up. We'll have the player of the game. We'll have our coaches' post-game show. Then our uh, fifth quarter, all the scores from across the great state of Nebraska and across the nation today in college football. So stay with us. There is soccer here tonight. The Hastings College women's soccer team. They will uh, host Mount Marty in a ball game that gets underway at 5.30 today. Acing Challenge men's basketball team all picking up a win today in the uh, Cattlemen's Classic in Seward. So Hastings off to a good start. Now we're going to have a timeout called by Hastings. and have a second down situation with the ball sitting at about the uh, 17-yard line. So we'll take a break. Timeout brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Hastings' only true sports bar. Located on West 2nd Street in Hastings. 47 seconds to play in the game. Northwestern 62, Hastings 3. Comfort food meets convenience with Bullseye's Sports Bar and Grill for takeout. Tasty sandwiches, tempting burgers, soups, and salads. Daily specials are posted on Bullseye's Facebook page. To see the entire menu, log on to bullseyesportsbar.com. Phone ahead, pick it up on West 2nd across from the Water Park, Hastings. Take it to the comfort of your home or work. Bullseyesportsbar.com or Facebook. Then order by phone from 11 until 8, Tuesday through Friday, 4 to 8 on Saturday. Now open for dine-in with limited seating. And perhaps most importantly, the Bullseye's family thanks you for your continued support. 1230 KHAS. Well, been a long afternoon here today for the Broncos. 62 to 3 is the score, but Hastings trying to punch one into the end zone here. Here's uh, Jesse Ulrich on second down and eight yards to go. He's going to throw the ball into the end zone. A jump ball down there is going to be incomplete. Intended receiver for the Broncos in the end zone was Sam Marsh. Sam Marsh is six foot one, 186-pound junior out of Casper, Wyoming. His dad is the golf coach here at Hastings College. Huh. Marsh. Third down and nine yards to go. Ball sitting here at the 15-yard line with 42 seconds to play. Maybe he'd want to give you some lessons. He needs to. He would have his work cut out for him. It is a third down and about nine yards to go. Jesse throws the ball here. A little 
Come back. That's uh, is that Brenton Bell out there? Still yep. out there for Hastings. Spun down inside the 15 to the 13-yard line. So a sprinkling of front-line guys out here and backup guys uh, playing here. Now the Broncos looking at a fourth-down situation. Fourth down and about eight yards to go. The ball is sitting at the 15-yard line. And we've got another timeout brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Hastings' only true sports bar located across the street. On the water park, across the street from the water park at West Second and Hastings, 30 seconds to play. Northwestern 62, Hastings 3. Comfort food meets convenience with Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill for takeout. Tasty sandwiches, tempting burgers, soups, and salads. Daily specials are posted on Bullseye's Facebook page. To see the entire menu, log on to bullseyesportsbar.com. Phone ahead, pick it up on West Second across from the water park, Hastings. Take it to the comfort of your home or work. Bullseyesportsbar.com or Facebook. Then order by phone from 11 until 8, Tuesday through Friday, 4 to 8 on Saturday. Now open for dine-in with limited seating. And perhaps most importantly, the Bullseye's family thanks you for your continued support. 1230 KHAS. All right, back here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Hastings trailing by the score of 62-3. to This is a fourth down and seven. Jesse Ulrich sprints out left side, throws the ball. It's going to be cut down there. I'll give it to him. At the two-yard line to the one, that's a Stenhouse, makes the reception. He's going to have enough, obviously, for the first down, but they're going to keep him out of the end zone with 24 seconds to play. Now Hastings looking at a first down in goal. The ball is down here at the one-yard line. Tried to get her there. He spun around and uh, reached the ball out. He kind of had an idea where the pylon was. He hit it with the ball, but the official said he was out at the two-yard line. 24 seconds left to go here, first to goal, Hastings. All right, Jesse Ulrich has uh, got the ball, and Jesse is going to fake the ball inside. Now he dives it into the end zone for a touchdown. Jesse Ulrich scores with 19 seconds to play in the uh, football game. The Broncos get their first touchdown of the day. Yep, on the ground. A lot of Jesse Ulrich there uh, running the football. Maybe a sign that uh, what we're going to see in the next few weeks. But, uh, again, against some second, third, and fourth teamers. But the Broncos get it in the end zone and buckle in to attempt a one-point conversion here to put 10 on the board. That's the uh, fifth touchdown of the season for Ulrich rushing the ball. The PAT is good. And the Broncos finally get it in the end zone. We'll take a break with 19 seconds to play. Here in the football game, the score now is Northwestern 62, Hastings 10. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street. Proud to support all area student athletes. 1230 KHAS. All right, that was a uh, pretty efficient drive there for Hastings. 14 plays in 72 yards. Jesse Ulrich checks in into the end zone for his fifth touchdown of the uh, season rushing-wise. The Broncos uh, put 10 points on the board. Unfortunately, they're... Opposition has put 62 on the board. That's <laughs> yeah. a 62 to 10 ball game. Broncos have topped the 200 yard mark, though. I've got them at 226. Pretty close. 223 officially. We've got the uh, the board 
the board brought up here. So Bacco will be into the football one last time with 19 seconds left to go here in the game. 86 through the air, 140 on the ground for Hastings. I've got, what's that? Pooch it here. Pooch kick. Yeah, we saw it last night. Yeah. There's a Bacco that's drilling through the end zone. Yeah, I'd work on my onside kick or something like that with 19 seconds to go. Try one of those little pooch kicks and see if you can come up yeah, that, just for the heck of it. One last night wasn't a pooch kick. Yeah. That was a that was a bullet. They just kind of scooped it along the ground, and Northwest didn't want to recover the ball, so we did. Got out that of there. Was, that's kind of the way it works. It's a live ball after 10 yards. I didn't realize a lot of these kids have never been told that. You got to get on it. Northwestern will come out and take a knee here, I am quite sure. And that will just about wrap things up. Yep, victory formation. And they will get out of here and head back to Orange City. Northwestern will move to 6-1 and one and definitely in the conversation of the NAIA playoffs. But unfortunately, it will not happen until springtime, yeah, which Jimmy, is really goofy. Jimmy, kind of odd for them because they're going to finish up their season just like we are here in November. Then they'll take a... A couple of months off before they play their postseason. It's going to be really odd. But anyway, this one is in the books here this afternoon. Northwestern, they got to a 34 to nothing halftime lead. They go on to beat us here this afternoon by a score of 62 to 10. Broncos dropped to two wins and five losses on the season. Hastings will play at Dort next Saturday. Air time will be at 12 o'clock noon. The uh, kickoff will be at 1 o'clock, so we invite you to join us. We'll be on the road with the Broncos the next couple of weeks at Dort and also at Morningside. Hastings are losing one here this afternoon to the Red Raiders. Final score 62 to 62-10, back with the final totals in one minute. It was a Friday, and I had that whole weekend not knowing just that I had breast cancer. And I waited for the phone call, and I took actions into my own hand to find Chopur. I'm the medical oncologist, hematologist at Mary Landing Hospital at Morrison Cancer Center. Even though he is not originally from here, he knows the Nebraska ways. Nebraskans are honest, hardworking, open-minded, open-hearted people. They are always ready to fight back, and that is something I have admired because I have it in my blood too. He's not just your doctor. He's your friend. He's he's there to take care of you. He's kind of like family. My name is Dr. Sitka Chopur and I'm a Nebraskan at heart. 12:30 KHAS. All right, back here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Northwestern wins today. Final score of 62 to 10. Over at Hastings College as the Broncos dropped to two wins and five losses on the season. The Red Raiders improved to six and one. Final game numbers brought to you. Yeah, let's just do this one. I've got a I've got a choice of which ones I can do. We'll do this in here. Brought to you by Hastings College. Make a difference in the lives of Hastings College students and faculty. Make a financial contribution. Refer a student to Hastings College. Participate in alumni events or hire a student or recent graduate as an intern or employee. Find out more at Hastings.edu. Looking at the uh, final numbers for Northwestern in the football game. The two quarterbacks put up 253 yards 
of total offense. The uh, rushing attack for Northwestern, I had them down for 36 carries and 295 yards, so 549. They got 545 officially on the uh, on the board, so 545 of total offense for Northwestern in the football game. I had them for 25 first downs in the uh, the football game, and a lot of damage was done by Tyson Coima. He was out of the game in the uh, the third quarter, but his uh, numbers rushing seven carries, 79 yards. He had a rushing touchdown. His passing numbers, 18 of 26 for 203. And uh, the guy uh, receiving Shane Solberg had a couple of touchdowns today and 117 yards. Trevor Roseboom uh, rounds out the uh, defensive totals. He was your uh, leading tackler in the football game. So uh, Northwestern put him up uh, a lot of numbers in this uh, football game. For Hastings College in the game, their two quarterbacks combined of 11-20 passing, just 86 yards, no touchdowns. There was an interception. That was credited to uh, Jesse Ulrich. The Broncos with 46 rush attempts, 140 yards, 223 of total offense for Hastings College in the football game. The Broncos with 13 first downs in the game. Uh, receiving leader today, I've got Coyote uh, Stenhouse with five receptions and 68 yards. And rushing leader today, I had uh, Brett Simonson, 17 carries, 41 yards. Jesse Ulrich with a handful of carries. He had the lone touchdown in the football game. But uh, one thing, uh, not a lot of penalties here in the game. You look at there, five penalties for Northwestern, just one penalty for Hastings College. So we've got a bright spot to talk about here in the postgame show momentarily with Coach Harp coming up. Turnovers was that one lone one uh, interceptions. So uh, Hastings College with a tough game. We knew it coming in. It was going to be a handful, and uh, you think it gets easier. It doesn't. It gets tougher next week as we've got Dort and Morningside on the road. This is going to be the last time. Well, not the last time here. We'll have playoff football next Friday night, but uh, last game here for the Broncos this year. All right, 62-10, to 10, the final score. Northwestern wins it here this afternoon. Player of the game is coming up next in the coaches' postgame show. You're listening to Bronco Football. Thanks for listening to Hastings College Football on KHAS Radio, your local college team on your local radio station. Hastings College Football is brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. By Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care. By Five Points Bank, the better bank with three locations in Hastings. By Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Enjoy great food, good service, and a warm, friendly atmosphere at 2017 West 2nd, the home of NFL and college football. By Rutz Heating and Air, your York Midwest dealer in Hastings and Kearney. And by Hastings College and the Hastings College Foundation. More post-game coverage of the Broncos is coming up next. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. Our Hastings College football coverage continues with the player of the game. 
Now back to the field to hear our candidates. All right, the Broncos suffering a loss here today, 62-10 to Northwestern. This is the player of the game on 1230 KHIS. In rushing-wise today, Jesse Ulrich leading the way, 12 rushes and 53 yards officially for uh, Hastings today. Malik Thorpe got in there, carried the ball 13 times today, and uh, 45 yards. Brent Simonson, 16 totes for 30, and then Johnny Zamora had a... uh, a rushing attempt for nine yards today. Quarterbacks didn't get the job done uh, through the air. Jesse was nine out of 14 with an interception, 69 yards. Johnny was two out of six. No interceptions, but only 13 yards. You know, the Stenhouse was the uh, leading receiver today. He had five receptions and 58 yards. There you go to the uh, tackle charts on defense today. Tyler's Clay had seven tackles again. Uh, Max Rupert had six tackles and five tackles for Chance Bullen. All candidates for our player of the game will come back and name our winners right after this. Whatever the Midwest weather brings, you can rely on a York comfort system to keep your home comfortable all year. York systems are smarter, more connected, and more efficient than ever before, cutting your energy costs by as much as 50%. Plus, all York residential products have some of the best warranties in the industry. Your York Midwest dealer is Rutz Heating and Air in Hastings and Kearney. Go to rutsheating.com, proudly serving the entire Tri-City area. Learn how you can move up to a new line of comfort and efficiency for your home. Our players of the game today for uh, Hastings College offensively, Jesse Ulrich came in and uh, ran the entire second half for the Broncos. He finally got into the end zone for a uh, touchdown there for the Broncos. Jesse uh, rushing a total of... Uh, what, 12 times today, 53 yards and a touchdown as the Broncos really uh, struggled to get anything going offensively. And uh, defensively, Titus Clay, again, leading the uh, tackle charts. He's done that several times this year. So Titus Clay and uh, Jesse Ulrich is our players of the game today as Hastings loses to Northwestern by the score of 62-10. to 10. Stick around. The coaches' postgame show is up next. You're listening to Bronco Football. You've been listening to the player of the game. Hastings College Football continues with the Coach's Post Game Show. Hastings' link to Bronco Sports is KHAS Radio. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. It's time for the Hastings College Coaches Post Game Show. Brought to you by your York Midwest dealer, Rutz Heating and Air, in Hastings and Kearney. Now back to the booth with Mike Will and Jimmy Purcell. All right, back here at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field. Hastings losing today to the Northwestern Red Raiders by the score of 62-10. Hastings fell behind 34 to nothing. At halftime, and really got nothing going in this um, football game today. Northwestern, a very good football team, and they kind of flexed their muscles here today, beating Hastings by the score of 62-10. to 10. So 
the transformation from a football field to a soccer field is uh, going on right now. The Hastings College women's soccer team will be hosting Mount Marty coming up at 5.30 this afternoon. The Hastings College men's basketball team, they were in action today in Seward. They won their second ball game of the uh, Cattlemen's Classic, so Hastings going uh, 2-0 there. They're off to a, a good start here as the basketball season is uh, up and running, at least for the men's team. The women's team having a tough time getting started as uh, we continue to look into the winter sports season for 2020-2021. Tell you what, we'll take a break. The coaches on our way up the stairs here, and we'll talk with uh, Hastings head coach Tony Harper as our postgame show continues after this. Whatever the Midwest weather brings, you can rely on a York comfort system to keep your home comfortable all year. York systems are smarter, more connected, and more efficient than ever before, cutting your energy costs by as much as 50%. Plus, all York residential products have some of the best warranties in the industry. Your York Midwest dealer is Rutz Heating and Air in Hastings and Kearney. Go to rutsheating.com, proudly serving the entire Tri-City area. Learn how you can move up to a new line of comfort and efficiency for your home. All right, we're back here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Hastings uh, dropping one to uh, Northwestern, losing by a score of 62-10 to 10 this afternoon. The Broncos scoring their uh, 10 points in the second half, getting a field goal from Bockel and also getting a touchdown from Jesse Ulrich uh, late in the contest. And Hastings suffering a loss here today as uh, the coach will join us on the uh, postgame show. And, Coach, uh, uh, you told us earlier that Northwestern, very good football team, and this will be a big challenge today. We really never really got to start it in this uh, football game here today. I'll tell you what, all these cords over here, they're getting me confused, man. I got stuff all over the place. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, they took the opening kickoff right down the road on the field on us. And, you know, the disappointing thing was at different times, you know, we had them stopped. We had them in the third down situation and coin. I mean, again. He's, he's the returning offensive player of the year for a reason. He is a very, very good football player. Um, but we had him, we had no, we had rights on him and we just didn't make the tackle. He was able to run some and uh, get some first down. They, you know, they moved all the way down the field on that opening drive, kind of took the sails out. I thought Coach Valentine did a very good job moving the front. We just, we didn't win the one-on-one battles uh, that we needed to win defensively. I thought coming in this game, looking at him defensively, I thought, well, we got a chance to maybe put some yards up after last week's uh, performance up in Jamestown, a good offensive explosion. But boy, we just couldn't get anything done up front. The running, rushing yards were, they could very very hard here today yeah two two differently two completely different teams i mean i'm not going to sugarcoat it this is one of the best defenses in the conference in the nation um you know the next two weeks we're gonna see two teams that are very similar to that um but uh we got we weren't able to run the football you know we didn't have big sherm at right guard we didn't have him today we didn't have tyree in the backfield uh, but, again, that's no excuse. It's got to be the next man up, and we weren't able to get to the second level and do some things. Uh, when we were trying to throw the football, they got pressure on us, um, and we didn't protect the quarterback very well. That's why we went to Jesse uh, in that first half, and then you know, we, I made the decision to stick with Jesse in the second half just because he brings another thing to the, to the, to the table with his running abilities. Nice and secret you kept from us all week long, Coach. And uh, Tyree, what's his situation? Um, he got injured Wednesday at practice. You know, that's our full work day. And, uh, you know, he got tackled from behind and inside. And uh, that's one thing that we do um, is we do go live on Wednesdays. And uh, uh, it was just kind of one of those situations. But uh, he may have been able to go today, but uh, we wanted to make a smart decision. And, uh, you know, just kind of he wasn't ready. He wouldn't have been. If he's not at 75 80%, we're not going to put a young man out on the field. 
You had some different guys uh, step up back there, saw different uh, faces. No one really was electrifying, but we, we saw a couple of new faces back there. Yeah, Malik did a good job. He came in late, um, you know, and again, they had some different guys defensively. I mean, again, let's not sugarcoat it. They did not have their number one defense in there. They had some other guys in there. Uh, but, uh, you know, I thought Malik ran hard. I thought our line did okay. I mean, Robert Lewis and, and uh, Adebo, you know, those guys had to go in as true freshmen, and Oliver Cushman is a true freshman, you know. So we were able to do some things later on um, that we should have been able to do in the first half, to be honest with you. Unfortunately, we gave him the short field a few times, but uh, I thought Bockle did uh, a great time punting for – the amount of wind that was out there, I thought the kid, I mean, he had one uh, one kind of shank off the side here, but other than that, he, I thought he did a pretty good job with what he was handed there uh, into the wind. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. And the one shank that you're talking about, if you look at it, it was it was he dropped the ball too high and the wind caught it and it just went off the side of his foot. The other times he was kicking in in the wind, he had a nice tight spiral, you know, and he had some hang time on it, which you generally don't want in the wind, but he had a nice uh, spiral to that and it turned over over the nose. Uh, but again, Jason did a really good job, and, and, and he's just been very consistent throughout the season. Bottom line, they had 546 yards of a total offense in the ball game today, and you give up that many yards, I don't like your chances. No, no. And, uh, you know, they were probably 100% in the red zone. Uh, we were not. Um, if we even made it to the red zone, I think we did on the last drive. Um, but, uh, yeah, you ain't, when you give up that many yards, and you better be you better be matching it. You know, that's kind of today's game. Even if you look at the big schools, the Alabamas, the Clemsons, you know, both offenses are putting up over 500 yards. But both offenses are putting up 500 yards. We did not. I don't know what we did offensively today, but I don't know if we even broke 300 on that. So um, we got to be able to match point for point on that. 223 for Hastings uh, offensively today. So a big mismatch there. And that just keeps the, the defense on the field for so long. It was like they, the first half they were out there most of the time. I think they had just a, you guys just had a, a handful of uh, minutes and time of possession in the first half. You know, it's, it's twofold, okay? It's twofold here. Now, the first fold in the situation with the defense off, on the field, they got to be able to get off on third down. They got to make the stop. You know, so part of that falls on them in that situation. The other time, you're exact. The other the other co- side of the coin is the offense has to string a drive together. We have to get some positive yards. You don't necessarily have to get a touchdown every time you drive, but you got to string first downs together at least two to three to balance that and give the defense some rest. But again, a team effort, special teams, defense, and offense, and uh, we just didn't really play well today. Yeah, he's, he's five out of sixteen on third downs today. Uh, Northwestern was four out of seven. Didn't have a lot of third downs but they were four out of seven we were five out of 16 after we played that so well uh we could go up at the jamestown so uh yeah we knew it was a big challenge and uh we kind of got to take into the cleaners today coach 62 to 10 what do you tell the guys we got to two weeks left now in the regular season get up get your head out of your butt and don't quit I mean, that's exactly what I told them in the locker room, you know, and, I, and and people are going to look at, well, this was your twos or their one or your ones and their twos, whatever. We were going to go for it on every single fourth down on that last drive. We felt like I felt like is the coach. If we decide to punt the football, if we didn't get that one first down, if we were to kick a field goal instead of go for the touchdown, that sends a bad message to our team. We were going to score, and we were going to put everything we could into getting points on the board. Did we come out on the short end of the stick? We came out on the long end of the stick right now. All right? We were multiple points behind them. They played a lot better than what we did today, um, but there's no quit, and that's exactly the message that was sent to the guys today. Don't quit. Do not quit. I mean, we we this was uh, we had I think we graduated 15, 16 seniors. Um, surprisingly, I had a couple seniors tell me, hey, coach, next year, 
Uh, I want to, I want a bouquet instead of a football. I'm like, you're coming back. He goes, coach, I miss this. I love you guys. So we, I, I had two guys that I did not expect to come back and take advantage of the new NAI rule. And they both told me, coach, we're coming back. I mean, so we got guys that are doing things the right way and they're playing and they're competing. We just got, we got to put it all together. And, uh, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, we were, that's what I told him. Don't quit. Well, these kids, uh, they got a great, I mean, an opportunity. I don't want to call it a great opportunity, but, uh, a lot of kids, uh, really think it's awesome to play against uh, some top-ranked teams like this, and, and you get them. Unfortunately, at the end of your season, we get Dort next week, who is much improved. They used to be the floor mat of the conference, and everybody walked on them. Now they're very good. And then we got Morningside. So these kids, a gut-check time. They've got an opportunity to go out there and, and hey, show you coaches that uh, they can play against the big boys. You're 100% right, gut-check. You know, and it's it's over, if maybe an overused term or anything like that, but you're 100% right. I haven't seen the film on Dort against Morningside, but I talked to Coach McCarty last night when they came out on the turf and had their practice, and uh, he told me Dort should have beat Morningside. All right, and Dort was an onside kick away from beating Northwestern. So, you know, and, and it's very reason somebody's going to say, "Well, how come they turned around so quick?" I go, "Well, you know, if you're not on the inside of everything and knowing exactly what everybody's getting, uh, merit wise, scholarship, and different things like that, that's that's how you change some different things." So, they've done a great job over there. But again, we can't worry about them. Gut check and. Let's just get it out on the on the radio right now because I know you're going to ask me. If not now, you're going to ask me on Friday. <laughs> That's my next question. Who's our starting quarterback? Yeah. Right? That's exactly. That's see? my next uh-huh. question, buddy. Uh-huh. Well, here's what's going to happen. You want the status quo? You want me to be brutally honest with you? I want your honesty, buddy. Hey, how Jesse Ulrich finished the game, we're going to run with Jesse Ulrich to start of this week. And if Jesse has a good good week of practice, we're going to keep Jesse at the quarterback. If Jesse doesn't have a good week of practice, we're going to start Johnny. You will see both possible quarterbacks next Saturday. But we need to get Jesse out here. We need to let him run and do some dangerous things with his feet because he has another dimension to it. Well, Jesse does. We've seen him in high school. And he, that's why I thought you had him in there towards the latter sta- the last part of this game in the second half. He's a lot more physical runner than Johnny is. And, and you could see that in high school coming out. I was excited to see him here in Crimson. And, and I think he's going to do some big things for this, uh, this school going on down the road. I really do too. And again, we got to keep, we got to keep this in the back of our minds with Jesse. The guy has played quarterback since his high school career at Ord last year. He was a running back. He has not played a full season at quarterback. And, and I love the kid to death. He is competitive as we got. I mean, I even told him this week, I go, hey, if you want to move over to defense, I will take you in a heartbeat and I will start you this Saturday. He just kind of looked at me with those, with those eyes. He's like, nope. I'm like, well, okay, you scare me. You're kind of put together, so I'm not going to make you move <laughs> over to safety. But he is a competitor, and I like what he brings to the table. We just got to continue to groom both him and Johnny. Johnny's a good quarterback as well. Last week threw for over 200, had a great job, uh, high point or pointing the ball and things. So we got two really good quarterbacks that uh, I don't think everybody has, but we also have to remember they're both sophomores, and they're both on their second offensive coordinator in two years. That's a tough gig to do. All right, no, no baby news today? No, oh no, Coach Green didn't know. I just saw I saw Miss Bailey. Unless she now she's got a little Missouri blood in her, she may have just popped that thing out in case State is football. <laughs> that's, that's how we do it in Missouri. But uh, no, no, no baby news yet. Okay, baby, we'll see you next week. All right, thanks. Yeah, Tony Harper, the head coach for Hastings again, the offensive coordinator for Hastings. John Grindy's wife is expecting to have a baby any moment here. We made it through the ball game without any. Uh, Calls from uh, the hospitals. That's uh, that's good news. Tell you what, if we make it all the way to uh, to to Dort next week, I might need to be, bring my medical kit, <laughs> bring my catcher's mitt, and some uh, some plastic gloves. All right, so that's uh, wraps things up here today. He sings uh, losing to Northwestern. Final score of sixty-two to ten. Broncos back in action again uh, next Saturday. They'll be on the road playing at Dort. 
one o'clock kickoff next week with the uh, pregame show beginning at 12 o'clock noon here on 1230 KHAS. That's the uh, Bronco postgame show. Stick around. We've got the fifth quarter coming up next. You're listening to Bronco Football. You've been listening to the Hastings College Coaches Postgame Show, brought to you by your York Midwest dealer, Ruts Heating and Air in Hastings and Kearney. K-H-A-S, HastingsLink.com. Hastings College Football is an exclusive presentation of Platte River Radio Sports. Comfort food meets convenience with Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill for takeout. Tasty sandwiches, tempting burgers, soups, and salads. Daily specials are posted on Bullseye's Facebook page. To see the entire menu, log on to BullseyeSportsBar.com. Phone ahead, pick it up on West 2nd across from the Water Park Hastings. Take it to the comfort of your home or work. BullseyeSportsBar.com or Facebook. Then order by phone from 11 until 8, Tuesday through Friday, 4 to 8 on Saturday. Now open for dine-in with limited seating. And perhaps most importantly, the Bullseye family thanks you for your continued support it's time now for the fifth quarter a recap of all the scores from today's games across the nation in major college football here today again Hastings College they lose 62 to 10 to the Red Raiders of Northwestern in the Great Plains Athletic Conference other games are going on in the conference today. We've got Midland playing at Doan. Morningside is at Concordia, and Jamestown is playing at Briarcliff. Major college football, Nebraska loses today to the Northwestern uh, Wildcats in Evanston, Illinois. Huskers uh, losing that ball game. Final score of 21 to uh, 13. So Nebraska falls to 0 2. On the season, as the Huskers uh, drop one here today, Huskers uh, had a chance in that ball game, but uh, they uh, had the ball down inside the three-yard line and did not score. And uh, Nebraska loses twenty-one to thirteen this afternoon in uh, major college football. And this is the uh, fifth quarter on twelve thirty KHIS. Some other uh, games going on. Boston College has got the lead over Syracuse. They are in the fourth quarter. With two minutes to play, Boston College holding on to a 10-point lead. It is 16-6 in favor of uh, Boston College. That is in the uh, fourth quarter of play with uh, two minutes to go in that ball game. Uh, some other scores to get our computer updated here. Marshall is uh, out on top of UMass in the third quarter, 44-10. to In the third quarter, North Alabama is leading Southern Miss by the score of 10-7. to Appalachian State has got a lead over Texas State in the third quarter. 24-10 to 10 is the score there. There's a good game going on today. They're in the uh, second quarter. Florida, ranked number eight in the country, is uh, tied up with fifth-ranked Georgia. It is tied up at 21 points apiece. With uh, about two minutes to go in uh, quarter number two, it is Houston trailing Cincinnati by the score of 14 to 7. Cincinnati, the uh, sixth ranked team in the country this week. Oklahoma has got a 21 to nothing lead over Kansas. They've got about seven minutes to go in the second quarter. Maryland is out on top of Penn State in the uh, Big Ten. Maryland uh, leading Penn State by the score of 21 to 7. Minnesota has got the lead over Illinois. They are in the second quarter, 21 to 7 there. Minnesota with a lead. 
Mississippi State shutting out Vanderbilt 17 to nothing. They are late in the second quarter. Here's another second quarter score. The Horned Frogs of TCU is uh, leading Texas Tech by the score of 10 to nothing. Second quarter score, UNLV, the running Rebels over Fresno State, 17 to 13. In the second quarter, Oklahoma and Kansas State are playing, and Kansas State has jumped out on top of Oklahoma, 6 to nothing. Again, that's about five minutes to play in the second quarter. Florida State is leading Pittsburgh, 14 to 10. That is a second quarter score. There's a final score in Indiana, beat the Michigan Wolverines today. 38-21. to 21. Another final score in SMU over Temple. The score 47-23. to 23. USC got by Arizona State today. That game is now final 28-27. to 27. It was Texas beating West Virginia 17-13. to 13. Here's a final score. Liberty got by Virginia Tech 38-35. to 35. Memphis 34. South Florida 33. It was Tulane over East Carolina, 38-21. to North Carolina beat Duke today, 56-24. to Georgia State beating uh, Louisiana Monroe, 52-34. to The Iowa Hawkeyes winners over Michigan State, 49-7. to It was Louisiana over Arkansas State today, the final score of 27-20. to See, we got some other uh, scores that have popped up here. Here's uh, Georgia Southern beating Troy today by a score of 20 to 13. So that brings you up to date on all the college football scores from across the nation. Again, in uh, football here at Lloyd Wilson Field, it was all Northwestern. They jumped out to a 34 to nothing halftime lead to go on to beat Hastings today by a score of 62 to 10. Broncos dropping to two wins and five losses. On the season, that is the, uh, what, 14th straight loss uh, Hastings has suffered in this uh, all-time series with uh, Northwestern. They've lost their last 14 games, and now 16 years it's been since Hastings has beaten Northwestern. Not in the contest today as uh, we drop one to the Red Raiders by the score of 62-10. to 10. Hastings will play at Dort next Saturday, airtime at 12 o'clock noon with a kickoff at 1.00. Here on 1230 KHAS. For my producer and engineer, Stephanie Brubaker. For Jimmy Purcell, I'm Mike Will. Wishing you a very pleasant good afternoon from Hastings. You've been listening to the fifth quarter on KHAS Radio. Hastings College football coverage is an exclusive presentation of Platte River Radio Sports.